This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. German Jean Jean, Moon and James Dean going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, in the war room, this is the Emperor's Court. Here on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com, I'm your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And Varyar. I am going to fucking pass out. Gentlemen, it's been a fun three weeks since we got uh, we were here last. Very true. Uh, apparently is about to die. But I got beer, so I'm good. Let's Keep roll. going. All right. So, <clears throat> I see my mic is just popping. Mine's the third one, Hallander, if you would mind, turning a bit to the left. Kind of going back to the, uh, there we go. That's better. Okay. I think. I don't know. Anyways, it works good enough. We'll figure it out as we go. Anyways, uh, ladies and gentlemen, keep your fingers crossed. We don't have a problem this week. I went ahead and reinstalled all of. Yeah, they just stopped right now. Did it? It did. See? It's doing it right now. Bastard machine. I spent hours in the dead of night with no wise trying to get this thing fixed. I even did an hour-long like prep show in the middle. Uh, it was uh, like Friday night just to see if there was any kind of problem. I got no feedback, no lag, no anything. Do you think? Hmm. I mean, just because you <clears throat> did an hour-long prep show to test yes. it. So... Do you think maybe it has something to do with the number of people tuning in? Because I don't know. I don't know. I would hope not. I mean, we've always, uh, granted, the show's gotten a little bigger you know, every month, but we've never really had these problems up until recently. The last, uh, basically since January is when things really started going hairy for some reason. We crossed the threshold. It was only a short hiccup. All right, well, you know, we'll keep going. We'll see. We'll see. Was oh, it Highlander with the Samsung Galaxy Nexus? Yes, I, I have the Samsung Galaxy Nexus, yes. Right. Everybody else has Love the it. iPhone except for me, and I have a dumb phone. So, I, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed. I keep watching the levels here. Anyways, a lot of shit's been going on. Uh, I have a couple announcements tonight we need to get to. Uh, first up, let's start off with this one before we get to what we did this week. Uh, none left. Our IRC bitch and show rep for basically since we came to the station. Remember, we had that contest to see who could 
Uh, who that was a long time yes, ago. Yes, it was yeah. like him and Night Mother and a couple others. Yes. And we chose None Left. None Left, unfortunately, has went and got himself a life. How dare he? Yes, I looked down upon Who that. Who the hell actually. does he think he I is? I know. It's fucking Australians, man. Anyways, uh, his priorities are all mixed up, and he's not able to do the show anymore. So he, although will remain a devoted uh, fan and organ donor for the show, he cannot do the repping anymore. So, gentlemen, we need to have another contest, another death match, if you will, to see who will serve us next as our IRC bitch and show contributor. Now, know ahead of time, uh, folks, that you know this is a thankless job because we really don't care if you live or die as long as you're here on Sundays. There's no benefits. There's no packages. You don't get any inside information. We're going to treat you like shit. People will ridicule you, but we do need your help. So, <laughs> Sign up today. <laughs> if you are interested. Service guarantees citizenship. <laughs> Starship Troopers, right? Uh-huh. Indeed, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're supposed to be coming out with another one. Yeah, because the first one was enough. No, no, there's, there's, there's a third one. They're, they're, they're working on the fourth one right now. Right, I'm saying That's the first three said, weren't yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah so this, the second the one sucked. The third one wasn't bad because they kind of realized, okay, we need some budget on this. Okay, so. well, second and third were released right to video, so... Right. The fourth I mean, one is supposed, to, is supposed to be theatrical because they're getting, like, everyone back. They're getting, From the first one? They're getting Casper Van Diem back. They're getting Neil Patrick Harris back. They're okay, well, Denise if Richards NPH will back. do it, then it gives a little oh, okay, bit of That Denise yeah. Richards, for her age, still looks, or for any age. Yeah, supposedly, uh, okay. supposedly they're, getting, they're getting everyone back for one last kind of whatever. Uh, Denise you, Richards, have you seen her recently? I saw her on her... I don't her, know uh, how long ago... Blue, okay, first off, when, I'm going when to was admit her, to a guilty pleasure. Which one? Not 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 the not the Blue Mountain whatever state one the, the that's reality one, show. That's what I'm going to talk. That's I where was, we're going. Okay. okay. I, I, well, that's the one I, I found it on Netflix, and I've watched everything. Okay. At this well, that's, point that's, that that's pretty recent. Blue Mountain State, complete fucking white noise television. Like, uh-huh. put it on while you're doing something else. Mindless, right. stupid. Sure. Enjoyable. It kind of reminds me of uh, Hellcats. Ever see that? That's the, I did not. That's the uh, cheerleader show on the WB. It's it's all just what's it called? Hellcats. Yeah, I, all, I won't watch. It's the all tits and ass. Show. It's what it is. Hey, you know what? I'm not gonna knock tits and ass. It's worked for us. That's why far. I brought it up. I figured. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I like tits and ass. I'm just saying. I saw an interview with her a couple weeks ago when they were talking about uh, probably something stupid that uh, Charlie Sheen had done. And I'm looking. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's a short This list. chick is fighting age as best she can, but she's starting to lose that fight. So, mm. <laughs> there you go, Core. Danvers Court needs you for ridicule and abuse. So there you are. Uh, so we will be doing tryouts. I'm not really sure how we want to do that. Uh, I don't remember how we did it last time. I know we had. I don't remember. I don't really remember. It's been so long. I don't somebody remember. pitched us their their. It was was it just really who could find the articles fast enough or who could? Maybe that was it. Maybe we gave them a couple of challenges like obscure shit to go and find. Yeah, whoever actually it was found like it. That. Maybe we'll do that in an hour two. We'll come up with something during the break because it's kind of on the fly. I've been I've had a very busy two weeks. I mean that was that was like Wow Radio, wasn't it? When we did that? Uh, no, because Davlin was our original IRC rep under Wow Radio, and then he stayed with because remember we went to OMG and we went to uh, right. BTW, right? And he still did that. Well, when we left uh, Original Media for Games or for Gamers, whatever the fuck it's called, he stayed with them. He now oh, runs, that's okay. Yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. Well, runs, still that that wasn't too far off. We were only. We're right. only with OMFG for what, like two months? Two or months, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, I believe he's in charge of Tower Radio now, which I don't know if anybody ever listens to. Uh, and then we got none left because we it was like none left, Night Mother, and a couple other ones that kind of threw in. Right. So it was, last time it was whoever posted shit in the IRC. All right, so that's what we'll do. We'll we'll think of some obscure thing 
I feel and like it should be like, an article about a multi-round death match type scenario, just because well, just to punish thing. them. Okay, I don't well, know. I just, you know what? We'll have I'm to tired find of out. Feeling the, vindictive. But, yeah. Well, okay. The, okay. For me, I think that the vindictive part would be if if we're going to rename them. Yeah. You know, if they're going to have to change the name in IRC, That's make them the new left. That could be. None left two. No, I don't want to. None left two. Name. I don't want to. Electric Boogaloo. No. I like it actually. Actually, uh. Speed two cruise control. I found out. I, I think it was. Uh, I, 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 Speaking of shit, I think movies. it was your brother that said that you can add cruise control to, to any, any, any to sequel, any sequel. Yeah. and it makes it instantly better. You know, <clears throat> Crocodile Dundee two cruise control. I'm not going to argue it. Ghostbusters two cruise control. Little Rex says you had uh, whoever could find the articles first, who could remember to pimp the website and the shows. Okay, we'll come up with something. Okay, during our first break, we'll come up with exactly how we want to run this. I, I'd like to at least before the end of the evening have at least somebody in mind to run things uh, for that. I mean, not that it's very difficult to do; it's a pretty you know easy job. Uh, I don't know if we gave props last week or not, but uh, our last time we were on the show, but Sakani now has a show on the network. So congratulations to our very own Sakani. Good lord, they're just giving him away now, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't <laughs> like. Do you have Sam Encoder? Yes. Do you have a microphone? Yes. Welcome we're in. aboard. Congrats. <laughs> So his is a, a video game music of various kinds you can kind of tune into. So, I actually haven't personally tuned in yet, although I promise I will. Um, but I've heard decently good things about it. I mean, as far as it is. It's, it's, it's not awful. And around here, that's I was gonna, that is arousing. going to be more. Yeah, I uh, just kidding. It doesn't uh, suck. <laughs> uh, apparently his newest episode is up today, so check that out. Uh, yes, I know there is a beta key for us. Um, I saw that uh, just posted. We I'll have to read it during the break to figure out if we want it. A beta key for what? Let me see. I, I only put, got it in, in passing. Like I said, I've been very busy, especially this weekend. I had a lot going on. Uh, let me pop into the forums and see if it's still there. You're a beta key. Ba, 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 ba. Your mom's a beta key. Got Everybody plays. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been gone for like a day and look at all this stuff going wow. on. Da, 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 da. Uh, let's see. The fuck is it? Yesterday, and that shit's on there. There it is. Super Monday Night Combat Invite. That's from Xaverson. So if but I what, want it, or you... What or is you, it? I, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know what Super Monday Night Combat is. So, is it perhaps like somebody a wrestling can, show? Like it sounds kind of like thing? a fighting game, yeah. kind of, what it sounds <clears throat> to me. But apparently it's on Steam. And as we all know, fighting games on computers really don't usually go too well. No. So maybe we'll... That uh, one you actually do pretty much need a control A console for. for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe Xaverson can go ahead and fill us in on what that is. So anyways, gentlemen, bring us up to speed. Highlander, what have you done in our two-week break? Uh, since then, I have beaten Silent Hill Downpour. Played that. Okay. Beat it. Uh, I thought it was okay. It was definitely better than some recent Silent Hill outings. I, I really like the scary movies. I know I say that all the time, but I scary movies, scary games, and everything. The only problem that I had with it, it wasn't scary enough. There was not enough uh, things jumping out at you or jump moments, anything like that. Is it like because that. You're, you're too experienced in that kind of genre, or is it they just didn't no, have enough in there? They, they didn't really have enough in there. The, I'm not going to give away the story. The story's a bit more psychological, and I mean, really, all Silent Hills kind of are psychological, but this one's kind of more remorseful and that kind of stuff. Apparently, it's a third-person shooter. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, okay. Night Combat for first-person shooter. Um, they they tried building up the town itself 
as more malevolent as opposed to individuals in the town that kind of have pushed the town into the sort of weird nexus zone of okay. weirdness or whatever? Have you ever played any of the Silent Hill? I played the first one. The first the one? Original, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was a long time ago. But not, I mean, not a horrible game. Uh, I will probably play it again on a harder setting to try and get, uh, there's like six different endings to it. Not bad. I, I like the story. Start the story was good. It was a nice okay. little, nice, nice little twist at the end. It was like, oh, look at that! Now, now there's dragons makes sense. in it. There's dragons in it, isn't there? Dragons. dragons. In it? No, yeah, there's no there's dragons. dragons in it. No, no dragons. This spoilers. Time. Go ahead. Spoilers. The other thing I did was I went to Marcon to promote the bid for Worldcon. Now that was this past week. This was that Easter was, weekend. That was I, I got to tell you, I was surprised, and I, and I mentioned this when we were talking about it off the air before we started the show. I said. I found it very surprising that there was any kind of convention at all running on Easter weekend because it's Easter weekend. Well, believe it or not, uh, Easter weekend is kind of popular for those kind of conventions. The, the really? reason why those kind of conventions are on things like Labor Day weekend and Easter weekend and Memorial Day weekend and all that okay. is because it's easier to get the rooms necessary because you're not going to have a business conference on you know, July 4th weekend. You know, you're not going to have something on Thanksgiving weekend or whatever. Okay. So what... What, what the hotel will do is they'll, you know, they'll give you the weekend. They'll give you an amazing rate because it's dead there. No one's there anyway. So it, it helps to try and entice people in. The, the converse of that is, of course, it's on that weekend, and you're competing against the holiday and other things like that. Uh, Marcon, I was very disappointed with Marcon. What the hell kind of convention is it anyways? I assume it's some kind of science fiction. Agent. It's it's supposed to be, well, Marcon stands for Multiple Alternate Realities Convention. It's supposed to be like a multi-genre convention, but it's really just a science fiction convention. Okay. Very disappointed with the turnout. Normally, Marcon would get about eh, maybe two, 3,000 people. Uh, I'd have to say if they got 500 people, I'd be shocked. Be shocked Jesus. if they got Ouch. that many. Yeah, very much. The, the problem is, Marcon normally, at least for the past 15, 20 odd years, they've been on so Memorial. Normally. They've been on, well, they've been around for like 35 years now, so. They've been on Memorial Day weekend for a very long time. Which makes more and sense. And did, did fine. Well, what happened is that Origins, the big gaming conference, yep, you're familiar Columbus. with Origins. Yes. Origins moved to the week before Memorial Day. Okay. So their are, so their concern, concern with right. Mar- Marcon's concern was that everyone's going to go to Origins and the next week no one's going to go to Marcon. So to do that, they shifted weekends and decided to go two months earlier, almost to Easter weekend. And apparently, no one else either got the memo or was not interested in going to Marcon on Easter weekend. Now, well, what I would have done, okay. and I told this to the people in charge of Marcon, so you know what I would have done, I would have ran. Marcon at the exact same time as Origins, because they got their ass handed to because them. they know because they use different space, so you're not worried about space wise. And then what you do is you work with Origins. You have your well, that's supposing Origins wants to. Origins is a major convention. That's what I'm saying. That's it what takes I'm saying. over There's, most of the Columbus Convention Center, right? But it doesn't use the space that Marcon uses. Okay, and it's it's difficult to explain. I'm not going to bother because See, it's, you need some something visual. Off. So what what you would have is if if they would play ball, and you have to have Origins play ball with this, otherwise it, it would be difficult. You'd have, you know, Marcon, you have your membership for Marcon. You have your membership for Origins. And then for an, a, a mutually agreed upon upcharge, you can have a dual membership and you can go to both things. That w- that's what I would have considered doing. 
That's not a bad idea, actually. Figure like yeah, five, ten bucks. Seems, I mean, not knowing the specifics of either convention. Well, at okay, Markon being like a science well, fiction convention, Origins is like a big right. gaming conference. A lot of video gaming, a lot of war gaming. It sounded, you know, I mean, it just it sounds Origins, like a very plausible idea. There's enough bleed over that people would be interested in. Right. And then, you know, I'm not saying you do it for the rest of existence, you know, maybe you're but there. But just for this Maybe year. there two years at the most, and then, you know, one of you guys, you know, phases out to another weekend or whatever. You know, think of all that advertising you've got with all that huge amount right. of people from Origins. Origins is the one where I got into the fight with Tom Clancy over the uh, Napoleon versus Alexander game the guy had set up for the demo. Right. So. I remember you telling me about that. Dick. Like that, that's, that would have been the shortest battle ever of all time. Well, the idea you is that Alexander you don't need, wouldn't have been You surprised. don't even have to be Napoleon to win that business. No, you didn't. Bring, boys, just sit back. Bring the cannons up front. Bring them all up front. <laughs> Guys, just sit back. Have well, no, it was, it was Alexander we against it. Wellington. And the idea was... I, okay, fine. Okay. I remember asking It would be guy, Alexander versus me, right. and I'd still win. <laughs> <laughs> the premise was that Alexander and the Greeks would not have been surprised by the use of gunpowder by their opponents. And really? I, I said, okay. So how about, how about when I fire point blank range? Well, I said, and I asked him, like if I showed there. up in the Civil War with an M60 and nobody yes. was shocked at all by my magic ability to shoot. <laughs> but I asked yeah. the guy, I said, wait a minute. So, okay, let's say the, you know, the Greeks aren't surprised by the fact that their enemies all have you know, bows and arrows, essentially. And the guy says, well, you know, the Greeks had bow and arrows and they had catapults, so they had artillery. And I remember telling the guy, I'm like, wait a minute, but they had archers, okay? Well, they're, they're more accurate and you can shoot further than a, than a musket. I said, maybe, depending on the bow. And again, this is a couple thousand B.C. or 1300 B.C. I said, okay, maybe. However, the Greeks at most had one, two, maybe 3,000 bows and arrows, archers, versus 75,000 archers with bayonets. And I don't and think guns. Yeah. plus all their bows were the Greeks had short bows. Right. They didn't even yeah, have, they didn't have long. curved the, bows. The, yeah. the only closest thing that they had would be the hypastus would be they would be like slingers. Yeah. But even that they only had uh, You don't have Alexander's enough. army didn't have that right. many. So and the Greeks only fielded about 30 40,000 men. Wellington's army, the Anglo allies had about 75,000 on the field. I said, oh, "That's great that they have catapults. The catapults good for a few hundred yards versus the artillery that's sitting on top of a hill that's shooting from a mile to a mile and a half." And it, the catapult, nice as it is, doesn't shoot canister. Good no. luck as you're plus, walking. Plus, in the, 50... the catapult was meant for siege warfare. It wasn't yes. meant for. Well, I mean, there was some that they used for. Uh, oh, I'm not saying it wasn't, but that but was it's the not, primary it's significant. Use for it. And it was, yeah, yeah, the whole premise was stupid. I don't, I don't know the guy was trying to point <laughs> out, but he's a fucking retard. Anyway, so what else is going on with you? Uh, what else? Those are the two really big things. Uh, we we put up the uh, we called it the the manifesto. We put up our a document that you read. We put that up on our website. We've been getting some real positive response about what we want to do for WorldCon Good. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, uh, like he just said, I, I read it. I thought it was very, very well written. I thought it was very well organized. I thought it was awesome cool. overall. And it's it's going to be a living document, so we'll be you know adding to it as you know ideas come along. And oh, I mean, like it, it almost has to be, especially with as far out as you it's are. A year and a half. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you can't. You've got plenty of time to. Get exactly. feedback and make changes and add detail and but for for what it was I thought it was. Very but we're gonna well have uh, physical copies at everywhere we go to to hand out, kind of like for our flyer. So what about you, uh, Vary? What, what do you have going on? Uh, it's You're been, dead, so you might want to start with oh, that. Very very well. Actually, I was gonna start with the fire that I told oh, you. Oh, that's about. right. Yeah, start with the fire. Um, it's there. it's been a very very busy couple weeks. Actually, I, I'll, I'll work from least significant up to most significant. Um, first off, I, I ran out of games. Um, I've okay. all the games I've played. I, I've played for a long time, and as I told you, I don't know if I said last time I was on here, 
Um, I, I'd kind of gone back to the classics. You know, TF2, I've been playing some Empire. Um, I've been playing Sins with Emp and everything, but older games, I guess, is the way I'd say it, um, for my amusement. So I picked up uh, a new game, Kingdoms of Amalur. Uh huh. Not awful. Um, the combat, I think, is very well done, except for sometimes the camera goes squirrely trying to be cinematic. Is a real-time strategy game? Uh, no, it is an RPG. It, it tries to be... If I had to describe it as a meld between two games, I would go with Skyrim plus Fable, but... The problem is, while I think the combat mechanics are excellent, uh-huh. um, I don't care about the story. And for okay, me, that was what I was going to get to. For me, that's yeah. a game killer. For me, that's a game. You Especially know, with an RPG, the story right. has to. I, I have to care about the characters. And like, I'm talking to these people anymore. I just hit talk X, talk X, just so I can clear the you wow. know, clear the list of things I'm supposed to talk about. Uh-huh. Character doesn't talk at all. Um, uh, one of those things. I, I just, that, you know. Yeah. It, and it had I, its I day, in, it's right, done now. Right, yeah. and I walked into this village, and they're like, these giant spiders are attacking us, and oh, we need your help. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> eh. I got shit to do. You know, <laughs> I really need Good to get to that. this town over here for the main quest, and you're only a side quest, so I think you guys might be fucked. <laughs> I'll swing by later, <laughs> you see know? if still around. Yeah, if you guys have I promise on, to bury you. It's just... Now, see, that, that would be cool. If, like, that if, would be if, sweet. And that, things like that I don't think happen in a lot of RPGs. Like, if, if you have a side quest, like some sort of, like, internal time, or if you don't complete right, it by if you don't X, do an, an time, then yeah, yeah. the town, then, like, if you come back again, the town should be fucked. It should be, like, all broken. That's, and, that's actually a really good idea. There, I think yeah. there are a couple games who have done stuff like that, but I, I'm trying to remember exactly off the top of my head who they were, and I can't. So, I won't care. Anyways, continue. Yeah, but I mean, overall, like I said, the combat is the only thing keeping me in it, because I just very much enjoy it. Um, but... Instead of, you know, for me, an RPG has always been about the story. I want a big world, especially when you are trying to be that big open world universe. Yeah. yeah. You know, that like truly draws Age, Skyrim yeah, type thing. Yeah, yeah. That really draws me in, you know, but it's like um, they tried to be Dragon Age Origins and they, they ended up with like a shitty copy of DA2. And unfortunately, I don't give a shit about your characters. I could give a fuck whether they live or die. Uh huh. Um, I'm just here to kill monsters because I enjoy that <laughs> and, part. And what's the name of this game again? It's Kingdoms of Amalur. And uh, Kingdoms if I, of Amalur? Yeah, okay. if I, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Whatever. Uh, okay, because it's like, um, a, it's like it's the made second by, game or whatever? No, it's actually, as far as I know, it's the first one. And oh, okay. They're trying, I guess what they're trying to do is it's uh, it's 5-8 games. Uh-huh. Um, what they're trying to do, I guess, is build it into a, a universe, franchise. into okay. a franchise. Okay. I'll be honest, with the, with the overall mechanics of the way the game... You know, the actual RPG elements, I very much enjoy. Uh-huh. The combat, I very much enjoy. If they could just get the story together and the fact that the game world looks like a fucking fairy tale candy cane fucking prince land or whatever uh-huh. the hell you want to call it. I don't okay. know. Um, you know, where it's got this very dark theme, supposedly. Uh-huh. You know, the world is ending, but everything looks like cotton candy to me. Okay. See, it, it's almost the like there are five... Ending. Since Final well, Fantasy VI, the be. world is always goddamn ending. It's, uh, well, it's got to be a different premise than well, really, when you, you and your when small you band of friends. It, when, uh, when you think about it, if you're going to play a game like that, what's, what's it going to be about? It, How friends, about conquering the world? You're out, of, you're, out of co- you're out of coffee? Or you're, yeah. You know, I'm tired of being, the, oh, we got to save the world. Fuck that. Let's conquer the world. Yeah. Let's be bad guys. That's what, yeah, I'd be down for that. That's what they tried to do in Fable 3. You ended up conquering the kingdom. 
and then you had to run it. I afterwards. liked Fable 3 right up until the point where I had to run it, and then I was very disappointed. You didn't, you didn't like it, running it? It, it was all so black and white for me. Uh-huh. You know, you're oh, either, no, it was, yeah. You know, you're either the super good guy, but you are absolutely fucked when it right. comes to money, or you're the evil dickhole who makes children in an orphanage slave in a factory, but you might have the money to live. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's, that, no, that is that's actually really what it was. Every yeah. single yeah. choice is yeah, like the, the, that. The nice. story is that like the the whole kingdom's fucked over from your brother, and, and you got to put it back together. And you got and you so you you lead the rebels, and then you take it over, and then the big twist of it in the end is you find out the reason why he's fucking everyone over is because this big giant like like the nothing kind of thing from the Neverending Story is coming, and it's going to fuck over the entire world. And the only way to like save the save the kingdom is by, you know, getting all this like equipment and everything all put together and everything. But to do that, you have to fuck everything over. Screw you that! Always... I would loot and run. Well, <laughs> I, I, as always, I played I played Fable three through twice because uh-huh. I always do, and I played completely good the first time because that's my pattern. Uh, completely good, like eight people lived. You that's know? that's the thing. That's and the thing. Played, population of three second, million. Yeah, and then the second time I played through, everybody lived because I was a complete evil fuck, and I made those goddamn children work in the factory, and they made me my fucking cannons. Goddamn it! You know, so right. it was just looking yeah. at the video wall, and Copy looks like she's strung out on heroin. Yeah, she had a bad day for. Her, yeah, but how is that different from any other day? Normally, she she's wearing less clothes. Yes, it distracts me. But if she like, needs more heroin, you know, we'll see. But yeah, so I mean, I guess overall, I'd give the game like a C plus. It's got it's got potential that uh-huh. I can see. Would you consider buying but. the second game? Because you said they're going to make it into a franchise. I, I've the said that I everything I've seen says that they want to. Okay, is supposedly what it's supposed to be. But if they made a second game, it would be one of those where I wouldn't buy it immediately. I'd wait and hear what people said. Gotcha. So aside from that, I lit my porch on fire, which was just. A super good day for me. That was the stir out the morning. I get a text from him at like, I don't know, 9 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, something like that. It's like, I saw my portion of fire and he sends me a picture. I'm like, what the fuck? There's no <laughs> way you're hammered at 9 o'clock in the morning. I wasn't drunk. It was just No, stupid. I was like, this isn't Panama City, Florida. This isn't spring break. Yeah, well, apparently throwing your cigarette butts into a plastic can is a horrible idea because that shit will melt and then vinyl burns really fucking well. And so does treated wood. And then all of a sudden the fire department's there. So, long story short, the front corner of my porch is burnt, and I have to fix it, which is just going to be a really fun task. So you haven't fixed it? I thought you were going to fix it right then and there. I mean, I thought you were going to go to the store and get whatever you needed. I mean, how, ba- how bad was the damage? I mean, how much? Honestly, all I really need is about 25 feet of 2 by 4 and two sections of lattice, and I can fix it. Um, it's okay, just... so more than a little hole is what I, that's the impression I got. Well, but... no, because it's about, I mean, it's, oh, well, I sent you that picture. It's like yeah. 5 by 5, but... I mean, all told in terms of two-by-fours, you know, to, to fix the fencing part, you know, I need enough to go in a complete square and then a little le- extra left over for the braces so I can make it look exactly like it used to, okay. you know, which is my goal. So it was only one little section. It wasn't huge. I mean, it was like three square feet, but it was kind of funny because, like, the entire fire department showed up, and they were so excited. <clears throat> but by the time they got there, I'd already put it out. Uh-huh. Did, did you call the fire department or somebody else? Oh, did? no. Oh, by the way, my neighbors are all fucking assholes. Yeah, that's what right? I figured. First thing I knew about this was my dog's going ape shit in my. I assumed he had to pee or something, so I opened the door to let him out, and I'm like, oh, shit, flames, you know. So I run and you know I grab a pot and I start throwing water at it till uh-huh. it's manageable, and then I run downstairs and I grab my hose and put it out. Fire department shows up. When I open the door and there are flames in front of me, 
there are it was a, a minivan and I think two cars stopped in front of my house. Are they out? No. Are they throwing things at my window to let me know something's wrong? Also, no. Nope, they're on their fucking cell phones. These people sucked. How well, dare they try to well, save my house and call the fire department? I was going to say, don't you think they're calling no, the fire no, department? No, 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 no. I found out it was my next-door neighbor who was in his house that called the fire department. These people right. were just calling oh, their okay. goddamn friends. Okay. Just nice. to, oh, I'm driving by this house. It's on fire. You know, whatever. <laughs> people are assholes. I think Copy got mad. She turned off her webcam. How dare she? Yeah, I think she got pissed. But yeah, She said so. she needed it for something else. Well, I'm sure that's what she said, but, you know. She's a woman. Can you really trust what she says? No. Also true. Keeping my eye on this one, but uh, it's a nice glove. Yes, it, it is. is. What are Very you going nice. to use it for, though? I mean, what are you use it for? Dude, just collect some, man. Have you seen the three new ones I bought, or two new no. ones? The third one comes in tomorrow. No, okay. the hide's very nice. Yes, it is. My favorite, nice. actually. This is a uh, 1990s um, when they were still making in the United States. These are kind of rare. I do not have a professional catcher's glove anymore. Unfortunately, I sold my last one because I needed the money at the time. But now that I'm, you know, rich as a Nazi, I can go ahead and start buying them. So um, I'll get to that story here briefly. So continue, Vryar, with your, your tale of, well, personal um, destruction. In, in the fire one, that's all I was really going to go into. But, um, but yeah, so I, I lit my porch on fire, and that was a bad day. <laughs> it really was a bad day. Real quick, before you start, uh, before you get your the next part, uh, I, I am neglecting letting everybody know how they can get in touch with the show. So hang out. Let's get that out of the way. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. Apparently I got to turn the volume up on that thing. I, last time we had this, I had to have it down here. Now I got to have it really high. <coughs> Strange. Hmm. It is better to die That's for the emperor than live for yourself. That's loud. All right, well, whatever. It works, so continue. Oh, uh, my last big thing from the last couple of weeks is actually this morning I ran the Tough Mudder, um, which is a 12-mile obstacle course, which is why I am just exhausted today. Um, it was awesome. It was very, very cool. When you, I mean, getting done with something like that, crossing the finish line, just an endorphin rush. And then they hand me a Dos Equis, which was just icing on my cake. <laughs> you know, which was great. Like, here, would you like a beer? <laughs> yes, I would. Is it free? Yes, it is. Perfect. So well, they gave you one? That sucks. Yeah, well, one free one, and then you got tons of other free stuff. And then, you know, all the other people I ran with, they're like, oh, we feel sick. I'm like, I'll take your beer. So I ended up with, like, three and a half. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it was it was insane. Um, very, very cool. I still had that blueberry beer in the back. I keep meaning to drink. But I, I saw it there. I was going to hold. I, well, I've been waiting. Well, I, what do you mean, why? I don't know. Blueberry. Why beer do you have just, it, or why hasn't he drank? I thought well, I know I why you would have drank it. it already. No, 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 no. I was well. I was going to wait for you know that bitch to come back and do a show, and then I was going to drink it to see if I liked it. But since gotcha. that isn't going to happen anytime soon, I've been wondering what the hell to do with it. Maybe next week I'll drink it. I can at the moment. Put um, it up on the eBay. There you go. Emperor's blueberry beer. Emperor's blueberry beer. <laughs> <laughs> I personally spit on this bottle. Buy it. I like I'll that idea. Put your money to bad use. <laughs> well, then there's my week. Um, we'll start with most recent to uh, 
long or you know less recent, I guess. Uh, today, I am also very sore, though not for the same reasons, uh, just because I'm uh, out of shape in comparison. I spent uh, five and a half hours working in my yard today, as you guys saw when you came in. I ripped up the entire front, uh, the front portion of the yard, which I've been meaning to do. So, I dug out like you know six bushes and a tree. So, not to mention ripping up all this stupid. I don't know what the hell it is. It's like a tarp the guy put down. I think it was to try and prevent, you know, weeds from growing. Okay. Yeah, it didn't work. So then a guy puts over top tons of topsoil, and then he puts over top of that um, mulch. So there's got to be five, six, seven square yards or, or cubic yards, whatever the fuck it is, square yards of dirt and crap out there that I now have to shovel up, put in, in bags and get rid of because it, it looks ugly. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rototill a third of it. I'm going to put grassy back in. I'm going to extend the yard. And then I'm going to put in uh, what I'm going to do basically from where the walkway is over underneath the bay window. I'm going to just put in some topsoil, put in a few plants. I'm going to uh, mulch the whole thing. Uh-huh. So by that you know, time I was done, I'm covered head to toe in you know, dirt and sweat and everything else. And you know, my wrist had had it because I had to take an axe to one of the trees because it's a fucking tree. So the biggest are, are, one. Are you going to get like a stump removal service to come on? No, 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 no. It, I was able to, to actually rip it out. It, oh, okay. it was so like it wasn't a that small tree. No, no, no. Okay. It was a small tree. I was able to actually rip it out, rip it out. So that was my day today. That was fun. Uh, last night, Mystic Mim and I went with Eve and uh, Tsunami Mike to the uh, Monsters game, the hockey game here in Cleveland. It was the last game of the season, and they were tied with the team they were playing, the Rochester Americans. Whoever won the game would advance to the playoffs. Woohoo! In true... Cleveland fashion. We fucked it up? Yeah. Of course we did. We went down 2-1. to one. So it was a good game. They played their guts out. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I'm not a big hockey fan, but uh, I've gone to a couple games now with, with Eve and her husband. It's actually very enjoyable. I, I kind of like it. So uh, well, next good. season I, we might actually go to a couple games, uh, if not with them, then maybe ourselves. But uh, most importantly, baseball is underway. Thank God we actually won today. The offense is kind of waking up. It's nice to see. 11 runs last night, 13 runs tonight. Back-to-back homers, that's great. Speaking of which, the Emperor's Court uh, Baseball League, uh, the Fantasy Baseball League starts tomorrow night. Uh, I think it's at 9.30 is when the draft begins. I might bump it back a little later if I have to. Uh, what time can you be on to do that? Because you said you might not be able to make it. Uh, I mean, you can set your draft for the computer to do it for right, you by ranking right. the players. I could probably get home if I hustle. Like, we close at 10, and then it's just getting everything done, and then leaving. Well, because, I mean, the draft goes on for like an hour and a half, two hours, so you'll you'll be there for at least part of the I'll be there stuff. for part of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, the, it'll be the part that sucks because all the you know, good players. But it's actually, there. if you think about it, and everybody, anybody who plays fantasy sports will tell you the later rounds are always the most important. Oh, absolutely, that, yeah. That, that's, where, that's where you get the diamonds in the rough. Right. To, and to use uh, Varyar's term, you have to gut check yourself because then you've got to figure out who really fits the bill. And I've made it out. It's a very... Um, uh, it's a very equal point base. It's a very uh-huh. uh, even playing field between pitchers and, and uh, players. Okay. So you can't just stock up on pitchers and think you're going to run the table. My father is, ex- I'll tell you right now, that's exactly what that basher is going to try and do. But I made it so that you really can't do that. You, you mean he's, have balance team. he's in our league? Yeah. Oh, okay. he plays fantasy baseball a lot. Really? Okay. Yeah, he, he plays in a couple leagues where you have to draft minor league players that have the potential of being called up during the season. Good Lord. So you actually you will get like half points for what they do in the minors, depending on which, which farm system they're with. And then do you get like extra points if they get called up? Yes, or? yes, no. you do. And then you have to shuffle around your, uh, uh, you have to you know put guys in waivers and options, what have you. He gets uh-huh. really into it. It's a little more than I do. So, I still love the football the best. Oh, yeah. 
I uh, sorry guys, Love baseball is for me. I, I like to. I it's, actually have to do something every single day as opposed to just leaving my oh, life for a year and I'm good. I don't mind doing that, but it's 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 just the the fact that there's so few games. Each game is so important. Mm-hmm. You just you, you live or die in every play that's done. You know, with with your guy. That's all. Uh, and let's see what else is going on. Uh, I am feeling a lot better. That's good. Which helps. Uh, in fact, I have a uh, another checkup again tomorrow, and I'm hoping for much better news than I got the last couple times. So keep my fingers crossed on that. The show seems to be running just fine. We don't seem to be having the lag issues we've had in the past. All right. We're at that 50-minute mark where if it hasn't happened now, it probably isn't going to. So hot damn. Oh, I'm doing something on May 3rd I just uh, signed up for. What's that? Um, I don't know exactly where it is. I've got to find the details, but my friend uh, texted me. Um, it's, it's the Thursday night before the Avengers movie opens. So there's going to be like a midnight showing. So it'll kind be of like thing. all the Avengers movies together. I am watching all the Avengers movies back to back Jesus. to back to back to back to back to back. So it's like what? Nice. Iron Man one, two, I, four, uh, Captain America. You forgot the incredible Hulk, Hulk movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's Iron Man one, Iron Man two, incredible Hulk, Thor, Captain America, and wow. then the Avengers 20 bucks. That's it. That's it that's for all that? 20 bucks. 20 that's, bucks that, and one day of your life. That's, that's what's sold on me. Like, I'm sold. 20 bucks. Let's do it. Yeah, I have, 20 bucks isn't bad at all. No. no. Uh, I do have Captain America on Blu-ray. I never watched it, but I do not have Thor, and I really don't care to watch it. I know who Thor is. I know his backstory, so I'm, I'm good. Thor, Thor was fun. I enjoyed it. Now, the biggest thing that happened to me uh, in our little break here, and I did post it up on the uh, Facebook for those who have actually been following and uh, a little traumatic. This happened this past Wednesday, Wednesday night. So let me set the mood. It was a dark and stormy evening. No, it was, it was bright daylight, nice, nice day. I was getting out of work. It's about 4.30. And I park in the municipal lot. Wait, we have the stream skipping again? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here. We're going to try this again. Keep your fingers crossed. This actually works this time. Uh, let me hop back in IRC here, and I will tell you, I will we'll regale you with a tale of daring do and heroics, as it happens. And very stupid uh, in uh, hindsight. I should not have done it, but, you know, it's one of those things. Sometimes that's how the best stories end up going. Well, at least it ends well. If it had not ended well, then, you know. We'd never hear of it. No. Well, you would have heard something else, and that would not have been good. So, Get back in IRC here, and I will uh, start that story. I have thought it might have been adware, but you know we've always run adware, and I don't think that's it. How many other processes are, are you running at not the same many. time? Just whatever Windows requires, that's pretty much it. Nope, it's doing it again. See? Stopping. Mm. Yeah. Restart almost always fixes. Yeah, yeah I, it, 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 it does. does. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I mean, the the normal lag, the delay that. Well, no, that is there. See, we're talking, and there's nothing. Getting, there's nothing coming up. And as long as levels keep bouncing, and they're not going to freeze. Are they freezing yet? I you know. I mean, I was up for hours till 4 o'clock in the morning on Friday and Saturday morning trying to work with Gnomewise, and I thought we had this. And I broadcast for an hour and had no issues. 
Hmm. None. And you, and you said you did it in the middle of the night? In the middle of the night, but I took it from the 24-7 cast. I didn't take it from somebody else's show. The thing of it is, we've done that before, too, where we decided to take it from the 24-7 stream as opposed to Gnome-wise. Is there, is there anything else? Like, is, is anyone else in the house using the Internet connection no. right now? No, no, no. Everything is down here. What I, but, but it's all wireless, though, right? Yes. Okay. The thing of it is, though... I, you know what? I even tested on a Sunday night, a Sunday evening, and didn't have a problem. So, I think they brought here the old computer. You know what? Maybe I'll have to do that because I don't remember having this problem on the on the old Whopper either. You never really. You know what? Know. Next week, maybe that's what I'll do. We'll broadcast from this one to my left here. I'll just hook it up over here, uh-huh. and we'll see if we get the same problem. If we don't, then we know it's the computer. Okay. If we do, then it's got to be something else, and I don't think it's on our end. Okay, we'll we'll try that next week. All right. Any rate, uh, so. How my story was going. All right. I got out of work. It's about 4.30 in the afternoon. Okay. I'm walking to the municipal lot, which is the big parking lot right across from Brown Stadium. Okay. Right along Lakeside. I'm familiar. Uh, and I walk along. I'm minding my own business. It's a bright, nice day. And there's this chick ahead of me, maybe 60, 70 feet in front of me. And she's looking at her phone. She's kind of standing there. And I, you know, she's the only person I see. So I'm just kind of walking along. And I noticed to the left of me, as I'm walking, there's this, this guy. And thinking back on it now, I'm guessing he was kind of young, kind of blondish hair, kind of. I couldn't pick him out of the lineup if I had to. I, I don't remember that part of it. But he is on the opposite end of, he's like uh, two rows over from where this chick is, okay? He looks at her, and he starts crossing over, I mean, making a beeline right for. Now, there's no way this guy could not see me. I wasn't that far behind her. 50, 60 feet at most, and I am walking while she's standing still. So as I'm walking, this guy walks up to her, comes behind her, grabs her arm, because she's wearing a coat, grabs her arm, spins her around, and I see her saying something to her. Now, I don't know what the hell is going on. I figure maybe this is the boyfriend or something. So the next thing, she starts screaming for help, help. And she's trying to pull away from this guy. He's got a grip on her, and he's reaching around trying to swipe at something in her hand. So I, you know, I, I'm almost to them, and I walk up and say, what the hell is going on? She's like, help, he's trying to steal my phone. This guy turns and says, fuck you, keep on walking. So I go up to him and said, dude, I'm going to call the cops. You might want to leave. And, he's, and he ignores me. I said, and I grab his jacket and I kind of yank him and said, dude, I'm fucking calling the police. You know, what the hell? So he tur- at this point, he lets her go. She's still struggling. She's kind of hunched over trying to protect her phone. He's got his left hand on her coat and he's reaching around with his right trying to grab the phone. Now, I don't know who this guy is. Could be a boyfriend. Could be his phone. I don't know. She's yelling for help. That's all I get. So he lets her go, and he turns on me real quick. Then he, he, was, I don't know, he said something. I don't remember what it was. And I just remember getting very mad, and I just I hit him right across the face. Actually, nice. fucked my knuckles up. Wow. Kind of. And I, mean, I just belted him, too. He was stunned. I was surprised, because I was not thinking, I'm going to hit this son of a bitch. That, that was not going through my mind. He right. just... He turned on me and just went right across his face. Truth be told, I was aiming for his nose, and I didn't. I got him in the jaw, whatever the case. So he kind of staggers back. He kind of, you know, kind of shakes his head, turns around, and he just bolts. Now, he doesn't go back to where he started, which was to the left. He runs down the aisle, like all the way down the lane, hops in a white car, and takes off. Now, I turned to talk to her. She's nowhere to be found. As soon as he let her go, she ran. So good to know, had I got my ass kicked, she would have been there to call the cops. No, <laughs> she left. Uh. So now, awesome. so now I'm sitting there, you know, I, my back's in the ground. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? 
She pulls up in a car, coming the other way. She says, oh, she rolls down her window. She says, well, thanks. I said, what, what was that about? She says, I don't know. He's trying to take my phone. I said, well, do you know him? She said, no, I've never seen him before in my life. Lie. So I said, should we call the cops? No, I'm not so sure. I don't know. She women was dressed lie. in the nines. She, well, of course they lie because they're women. But and I said, should we call the cops? She's like, no, I don't want to call the cops. I'm leaving. By the time they get here, I don't want him coming back. I don't want to be here. So she leaves. So I'm standing there. I'm looking around. There's nobody else in the parking lot. It's got, I don't know, quarter to five, five o'clock in the afternoon, broad daylight. So I'm thinking to myself, fuck, this guy's going to get a gun or he's going to get friends. So I get my car and I leave. And then I start thinking, and this is what's going through my mind as I'm driving home, is not the fact that I just punched a random stranger, but the fact that I just assaulted a guy who didn't actually attack me. So then I'm thinking, oh, great. Now I'm going to get in trouble. Maybe there's a security camera on the parking garage that, you know, is adjacent to the media lots. So I'm like, fuck, he's going to call the cops. I'm going to get in trouble because I punched him. He didn't attack me. So for all I know, she's lying. She's lying. Maybe it was his phone. Maybe it's an ex-boyfriend. I have no idea what I walked into. So yeah. give, start freaking out. Give my dad a call because he was a, a cop for 37 years, and he retired as a police chief. And I told him. And the first thing he says is, you're an idiot. He could have had a gun, could have had a knife. And I said, well, Dad, chances are he would have pulled it on the girl when she didn't give him the phone. He's like, regardless, the Good Samaritan laws in Ohio protect you for that kind of thing. Because you were helping somebody else out, you really aren't That's kind of what I thought, but I, yeah, I, I would have assumed. Yeah. Me not knowing that, I'm thinking, great, fucking, this is a Trayvon Martin Zimmerman thing. I attacked him. He didn't attack me. I'm going to jail. So that it ended up working out, I guess, nicely. All I got was a scrape on my knuckles. I, uh, I've been in the media a lot twice now. Haven't How seen did him. you scrape uh, your knuckles on his I think face. I might have hit him in the tooth. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I honestly don't know. It wasn't until I got back in the car and I noticed that I, it's kind of small now, but the skin was gone. It was bleeding hmm. a little bit. I didn't even notice at the time. You got a scrape and an awesome story. You just jacked some random bastard in the jaw. And That's I a win. I tell you, nobody's That's more surprised. Other than him, than myself, because that was not going through my mind. He just, he just turned on me real quick. I'm like, and that was it. So, <laughs> wow, as it should be. So I am not parking the media lot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get mugged. So, I don't know. Stealing a phone. I, I mean, they're valuable, but I guess broad yeah. daylight. It's pretty ballsy. It's funny because I always give Eve shit for not parking the media lot. Because I'm like, you know, it's only three bucks. It's not that, well, I don't want to go. They don't feel safe. Well, I can't make fun of her anymore for that. Who can blame her? So, fuck, I don't even want to part there anymore. So that was the highlight or low light of my two weeks off since we've been on the broadcast. That's a pretty sweet story. It's not bad. I'm just glad it ended well because it yeah, could have ended very bad. badly. Yes. Well, that's why it's good. You got to clock some right. guy and there's no repercussions. And it's been a long time since I hit anybody. And of course, Mystic Mim. You know, rather than, oh, I'm proud of you, hon. You know, no. He could have had a gun, could have had a knife, you could have been shot, put that on your tombstone, killed for an iPhone, blah, 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 blah. So, good Lord, Tech Priest, that's a lot of articles, or a lot of uh, uh, words there for you, or whatever the hell it is that you've got to talk about. Uh, we have a bunch of articles to get to this evening. Um, since we haven't been actually on the air for three weeks, there's a lot to get to. There's a cool discussion Going out of the VTW forums in the uh, Empress Court section, I'm gonna, if it pops up here, I'm gonna pull it up. We're gonna talk about this regarding Steam and whether or not it's good for video games. And uh, their can their competitors contend that it is bad for business. Surprise! Well, it's because it, they, it's the competitors. <laughs> of course, yeah. they're gonna say exactly that. right. So we'll get to that. 
Also, Ender's Game. I know we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Kind of looking forward to it because it's going. It's going to be a movie. It was supposed to be out in uh, Easter of 2013. However, they have decided to push it back to November. Why? Because the Hunger Games need to come out first. They decided to bump up the Hunger Games sequel so that it, it, that it comes out in Easter because it's apparently the executives think that it's a much hotter title because it's newer, all the kids read it, et cetera, et cetera. So. Bullshit, I say. Well, of course, that's what you'd say. Absolutely. Well, to an extent, I agree. However, the first one did awesome. It did a lot of business. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to do that. Unproven title versus sequel to something that did very, very well. But and the thing of it is, to say that, oh, Ender's Game doesn't have the following is a goddamn lie. Well, I agree there, however. Not not to the extent of The Hunger Games, though. I and mean, it's got yeah. the Hunger a Games, much bigger, well-known cast. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I, I guess the kind of academic males are really looking forward to see that. So, November 2013. So, you so just like have to wait a couple more Yeah, I know. I don't go to a whole lot of movies to begin with. I, I've been meaning to go see Wrath of Titans. I, I heard it was actually not horrible, which was better than Clash of Titans, which was god-awful. I actually paid for the 3D. That was a travesty. Somebody owes me money. Now, I saw this. Somebody posted this in another forums I, I frequent and, and stir trouble in. I saw it on uh, Fox News actually a couple nights ago, but uh, this kid, this nine-year-old, decides to make a cardboard arcade. And what ends up happening is this dude happens to come into his dad's uh, auto parts store, sees this kid making these arcade games and is kind of playing by himself, and he's a documentarist uh, on YouTube. So, he decides, so, so these, these aren't like real, like you have to like pretend you're playing or whatever? No, 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 no. I mean, they actually work. They actually uh, work? Yeah, here, I'll uh, kind of fast-forward. I'll just show you what some of the okay, games are. Okay, so there's actually, like, uh, electronics involved? No, or? no, they're just cardboard. Uh, there's, you know, throw a, a ball through a hoop, and there's a, a claw and a string that kind of works. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Anyways, he he loves arcades, and he decides to make his own arcade, and he's got a bunch of different games. And he really desperately wants anybody to come up and play. And he charges, like, a dollar for five tries in whatever game you want to play, or, like, you know, five bucks for an all-day fun pass type thing. So this documentary guy who's talking shows up, sees this, thinks it's kind of cool, and decides he's going to do a solid for this kid. Uh-huh. So he works with the father and decides that he's going to uh, add, you know, keep him busy. He's going to send him away one day all right, to the arcade while he decides to get a flash mob together. And he posts this, and it goes on Reddit, and it's on Facebook, and it's on all these different things. Uh-huh. And they get hundreds of people to show up at this guy's auto parts store to play. The kid's name's Kane to play his arcade. So and I'll kind of fast forward to the end because you've pretty much got the, you know, gist of it. Good so lord, there's tons of people. Up, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, they get thousands and thousands of people that you know want to send money. They want to come from all over the world. You know, they got like I said, they, the guy even points it out. He says once it went on Reddit, it's kind of like the front page of the internet, and everybody uh-huh. knows it. So yeah, they get like hundreds of people that show up at this kid's arcade. Well, um, the story continues. This week, there's a local pinball store called Pins and Needles okay. that decides that they're going to donate to him a $3,000 pinball machine. And wow. he got to meet the pinball champion of the world. I didn't know there was I one. I didn't know there was one either. Yeah, but he got <laughs> to meet him. So he gets his own pinball shop or his own pinball uh, game to put in his arcade. Anyways, I, okay. I, I saw the whole thing. I read it. I thought it was a very, very cool story, and I, I really dug it. So I thought we'd you know, just kind of hit that and glance it. Kind of a cool feel good moment. Yeah. You know. You know. Usually flash Something that I'm sure you, VR, have no idea what it's about or, you know. Nope. Nope. 
I don't do feel good moments. No. No. You do fuck the world moments. Indeed, I do, yeah. sir. We, have, we said, all have our role in this life. He goes on Reddit. No, I don't go on Reddit. I said the guy in the movie said, or in the documentary film says, it was posted on Reddit. So, no, I, I don't go to Reddit. You don't go to Reddit? No. No? Okay. It's like 4chan. I don't go there either. It's just, I know what it is. I've seen it once, and I'm good. So Okay. Emperor's Court with feel-good moments. What is the world coming to? Exactly. True. That's, that's what I was getting to. So we have a couple things I've got pulled up here. Uh, Nunleft did send me uh, a couple articles, even though he's not really doing it anymore. Real quick, do we have all our segments this evening? Yeah. Excellent. Good. So why don't you take this one, since I've done the majority of talking. I need a drink. So this is the one that's been on the forums for a couple weeks. thought we'd uh, hash it out here. Okay. This is from Rock, Paper, Shotgun. Rock, Paper, Shotgun. I like that name. Gog talks. I've never heard of Gog. Talks preserving value of games, death of DRM. And what may be a first for humanity since the admittedly fictional film, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, good old games de-aged, out with the old, in with the Gog, as no one said until now. Certainly not me. Or if they have, people just looked at them funny and told them to go lie down. Anyway, seeing as how change is afoot and Gog's trying very hard to make us pay attention, I briefly spoke with the managing director, uh, Guillaume Ramborg, and why the site's taken an abrupt turn toward a new direction, why Steam sales are hurting the industry, and why, even with Uber, Ubisoft removing its ponderous yoke, whether or not DRM is finally dying. First off, I'm not familiar with GOG. I am uh, not familiar with them. So anymore. let's click on this little link and find out what the hell we're talking about. GOG.com appears to be something very similar to Steam, that they're selling a bunch of games. Yes. It does not say, however, at least I'm not sure if... Discover all the reasons you will love it. Perhaps we should click and discover the Okay. Reasons. You buy it, you own it, 100% DRM free. DRM, also knows copyright protection, tries to control you in your games. We don't believe in that. All the games on GOG.com come without any DRM at all. Download, reinstall, or backup without limits. Well, you can always re-download your games off the GOG.com cloud or servers. You can also install them on all your PC, your home, and back them up onto a DVD or spare hard drive. No limits. Can I do that with my Steam games, too? Did you know GOG.com sells 376 whole games? 376? I know. It's impressive. That's like a game a day. For a year. For a year and a week. And that's when I realized I'd accidentally closed out on the article <laughs> yes. which we were reading. Professionalism at its uh, best, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, speaking of which, there was one other thing that kind of happened while, while I was gone. I thought it was kind of funny. I don't know how many people bought into it. But uh, my buddy won me a uh, golf pass at WMMS. So I had to go pick it up, and I took a, a picture with my Yeah, you game. bastard. Oh, yeah, you're an asshole. I you were an asshole. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I that'd be really cool. I'm fucking excited. I took a picture so of uh, the Clear Channel Radio logo because in their office picking up my pass, and I sent a text message out to a bunch of my friends, these guys included, and said, guess who's got an uh, audition at uh, Clear Channel? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Such an asshole. Such an asshole. I was like, ass- oh, man, this is awesome. All right, we're on our way. <laughs> shit. Yeah, like I bring you guys with me. Uh, so, do you do I, an ensemble cast? No, solo host. Good. I wasn't even worried about that. I was just no. like, he loves radio. He's at Clear Channel. This is going to be great. He's going to get it. Been there, mm-hmm. done that. You I did it too, know. actually. Oh, fuck. Yes, you, you won. Yeah, I won you, the thing, but you actually you, got You won the contest, right. and I got the finalist. So we, we've both been on the air. And the guy that won in your uh, contest, was, he, was a, he sucked. He sucked. It was, so, it was terrible. So horrible. 
Yeah, you got uh, you got an hour and a half, and I got a half hour. So yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad. All right, so anyway, uh, what we're talking about is uh, why the site's taking an abrupt turn toward a new direction, why Steam sales are hurting the industry, and why, even with Ubisoft removing its ponderous yoke, whether or not DRM is finally dying. This may sound a little odd, began Ramborg, but I don't think we're changing our focus. We're, we've, we're known principally for a few things. Our games have no DRM, we price things fairly all around the world at one flat price, and we provide lots of customer support, goodies, and a lively community. We call that customer love. It's true (laughs) that we've built up our reputation around older PC classics, but I think when people talk about GOG, they tell their friends, man, you should check out all the great games that GOG.com sells. Those guys are cool and treat you right. This is true regardless of what the game is, old or new. Not a single one of my friends has ever said that shit Hey, man, you should totally check this site out. And yet... It's all happening in a radical way. We're... <laughs> I, I can just picture, I don't know, a black guy with shades at a piano saying that. I don't know why. Hey, but... man! Now, we're kind of in the scene. We're right in the thick of it, and I have not heard this I've ever. never heard of them ever. Now, Steam, talk about constantly. Of course. Uh, but, now, I'm it, sorry. I, go ahead. Okay, in, in fairness, I don't do a lot of PC gaming as compared to you guys. Okay, so. I do. Right, so I would, I would expect you guys probably right. know more than me. And yet I've never heard of them. Okay. Yes. The plan, then, is to stock newer games that never really got their chance to shine when they first came out. You know the games you typically scarf buffet table style, you know, you typically scarf buffet table style during Steam sales. So then why go toe-to-toe with Valve in one of its biggest, most minefield and barbed wire-laden arenas? Well, God's gotten this far in a heart so gutsy it might actually be made of guts, and it's not quitting now. Even while sales numbers skyrocket for both Valve and the publishers who line Steam's catalog, GOG thinks they're out and out hurting the industry. Naturally. Uh, of course GOG thinks that. They're not getting the sales. Despite the fact that they're doing the exact same thing that Steam is. Exactly. It okay. sounds like it's what they're doing. Go ahead. Quote, heavy discounts are bad for gamers, Ramborg <laughs> explains. If a gamer buys a game he or she doesn't want just because it's on sale, they're being trained to make bad purchases, and they're also learning that games aren't valuable. We all know gamers who spend more every month on games that they want to just because there were too many games that were discounted too deeply, and that's not good for anyone. We provide a lot of value in our games that go beyond just the price. This is one of the key ways we fight against piracy, after all, providing gamers with more value than a pirate does. We actually generate more than half of our revenue from full-price sales simply because we keep our prices reasonable in the first Which place. Which means nothing. If, you're, if your revenue is $1,000... <laughs> Who cares how right. much of it is coming from full sales? Your revenue still sucks. Our average sales tend to be about 40 to 50% off. That's plenty of incentive to pick up a game if you're interested or if you just think you might like to try it because you're not sure about the game. But not some crazy 75 or 85% discount that damages the long-term value it's of the game. It's the most retarded argument I've ever yeah, heard. This, this flies in the face of everything business-related I can think of. I mean, th- this goes against the very basic principles of consumerism. You know, because buying something on the clearance rack at JCPenney's well, is bad for clothing. I can, I can see maybe to a small extent because you might be damaging the brand. Because if, 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 if you're going to be paying a cheap amount of money for it, then you're probably expecting it to be a cheap product to begin with. There's two problems with this. The first being that, for one, a company is well aware that when they license the games to Steam, they're going to be priced at, at different price points, including the ability to maybe go down to 75%, 85%. If the company was that concerned about it, either destroying the brand, ruining the reputation, or giving it, uh, you know, the game a very bad reputation of being cheap because they sell it for you know, like 5 bucks, 
they would be yanking it from Steam. They wouldn't allow them to do that. The second thing is, by and large, the games that are being discounted are tend to be older games or games that people just aren't playing or buying. It's the same thing, like I said, with the clearance rack at a clothing store. It's stuff that was from last season that people Oh, I agree. Buying. I'm just right. trying to find some justification. No, I, you're playing Devil's Advocate. I get it. Yeah. And that works because otherwise this is a crappy discussion. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, no, I, okay. But what about GOG's biggest selling point since day one, a complete lack of DRM? With companies like Ubisoft finally sort of throwing in the towel after a years-long fight that made about as much sense as attempting to knock out one of those inflatable bouncing clown dolls, is GOG about to lose a major part of its appeal? For Ramborg, it's not really a concern. The war on DRM, he explains, is a team effort. Quote, I would love it if DRM is dying out, he said. I think GOG.com has blazed a bit of a trail in that respect because we've spent the last three and a half years showing the industry that not only can it work, but it can work very well. So they've been around three and a half years. And I've never and we're just them. now hearing about them? Okay. And only and because wait, they're wait, attacking Wait, Steam. they've been around three and a half years, yes. and they only have a three hundred six games. Yeah, they yeah. Only, okay, just making, just making sure. Yeah, but they're older PC games because that's apparently you know, what they're known for. That's what they're known for. Right. Da, 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 da. We spent the last three and a half years showing the industry that not only can it work, but it can work very well. If we ever reach the point where our core value of DRM-free gaming needs to be removed from our website because everyone simply assumes that games aren't burdened with such short-sighted features as DRM, I'm pretty sure we'll have a celebration at the office. It would be a great day for gaming. And a shitty day for GOG. Quote, I don't think the tides are quite turning yet, though. It's a promising move, but I don't think this particular debate in gaming culture is anywhere near over. I definitely think that Ubisoft is moving in the right direction, but we'll need to see if other industry giants are willing to do the same. I'm sure everyone's watching Ubisoft to see what happens with their experiment before making up their minds. And I, I applaud you, Highlander, for taking the other side just to keep the discussion going. But I've, you know, That's honestly, the only thing I can think of. Is, but it's old, that's the problem. It's older titles. Now, if it were like brand new titles and you're selling them at like five bucks or whatever. They've got Fallout for two ninety nine. Fallout 2. Fallout 2 for 299. And Well, I'm I'm guessing that's Heroes of Might and Magic 3. Masters of Orion? Masters of Orion 1 and 2. I got those. I actually own those. Browse all games. Uh, let's see. Let's look at all the games. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some that I'd be interested in. I saw they have Most a, of the shit I really own. Duke a, Nukem 3D. Duke Nukem 3. Good lord, that's all. Yeah. For 6 bucks? Good lord, you probably get it for like a buck. <laughs> probably could. You know how old yeah, that no, is? No, you're right. No, you're right. Master of Orion 1? That's like circa 1995, 96. So it was Duke Nukem 3D. Yeah. Sure, because we used to play it at Reality I'm, I'm trying to think of like ones that are like actually kind of newer. I, I swore I saw a, uh, an Assassin's Creed in there. Mist? Mist Masterpiece Edition for six bucks. Descent. Ro- roller, the first roller coaster tycoon. Riven. Vampire. Gabriel Masquerade. Knight. I played Gabriel Knight. The Longest Journey. I love The Longest Journey. Redneck Rampage, Ultima 7. Beyond Good and Evil, it's another nice. good one. Siberia, a, a lot of adventure games on here. Wow, Sacrifice is, used to come preloaded. This has taken me with back. I mean, this is a blast. Tycoon 2. This is the great of the 19, mid-1990s. Alone in the Dark 1, 2, Stronghold. and 3. I, I, would, I'm, I would probably pick that up. For six Wing months. Commander 3, Heart of the Tiger. That is the first game I got for the Sony PlayStation. Played it on the PC. That was, uh, at, the, at the time, the most expensive video game ever made because right, they essentially made a video. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They essentially made a movie. And it was all. It had Mark Hamill. Mark it Hamill, had Biff. Oh, it what? had Jason. Uh, it had the, the black guy from uh, Herman's Head. Uh, the guy who played Paladin was really well-known, too, at the time. What the hell is his name? Oh, in, uh, uh, John Rice davis Thank you. Yeah, he was in the Jones. And uh, Malcolm McDowell was uh, Admiral Tolwyn. And actually, Noel Wiley was in it, too. Phantasmagoria. 
I've played that one. That's a good one. So, you know, if I ever decide to go back to the mid-'90s, go back I know where Star Tex, Control? Tex Fuck. Murphy, wow. man. Tex Murphy. Tech. Yeah, there's tons of adventure games. Yeah, no here. wonder they're getting their ass kicked. No, no offense, but Star Control for 6 bucks. I mean, a little big adventure for 6 Tex Murphy for 10 Tex Murphy for 10 Yeah, man, I mean. That's a little too much. I don't think you get to talk to anybody Panzer about General sales team. and shit. Right. Or any type of legitimate business activity when your business is based on nostalgia. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, maybe this is a cynical I approach. Mean, I mean, I don't, Zork the Grand, Zork Grand I Inquisitor. sold this when I worked for Babbage's back in 1997. Now, you see, what, what I would do with this is rather than having it all individual, I just have like a pass. Like you pay, and you can play whatever you, you pay want. five ten bucks a month. You yeah. can play all these games all year. That would make more sense. Now, on a real tournament, two thousand four. This is a good game. I mean, this is the most recent one that I've seen up here. But the point being that uh, Ultima four five, the first two Tex Murphys. Holy Ultima shit. four was great. I had that for the Atari computer. The Atari computer. <laughs> I still have that game. Darkfall: The Journey. I've played that one. I, I guess Alone my, in the Dark, the new nightmare. I've played that. That my so point much. is that if you're going to swing at you know swing for the fences and go after the giant of the industry, that being Steam, Journey maybe you should project. come you know come at us with oh, something a little more you know up to date. Postal, Postal. Ultima one, two, and three. Ultima one came out in 1982. Ultima one. I'm just waiting for Zork to come up here. I'm not talking about the new one. I'm talking the original text based. <laughs> My point is that they're probably, and this may be a little cynical, the reason why they have these games is they probably got them for a song. Pennies oh, sure. Dollar yeah, license them. So yeah. it costs them nothing to get it. Half these companies aren't even around anymore. I mean, <sighs> Lords of the Realm? Starflight? Oh, there was a second one? Hang on. <laughs> I saw Wing Commander 4. I played the original Starflight for the Sega Genesis, and I thought that game was fantastic. Fantastic, but I didn't know there was a sequel. Starflight Two keeps all the great gameplay of its predecessor, but makes everything bigger and better. Many aspects of the game are vastly enhanced: the game's diplomacy, the size of the galaxy, diplomacy, and the number of alien races you can enter. Yeah, I know that's a radical concept. Well, diplomacy wasn't in the original. That's oh, wasn't in the original? Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh, well, okay. Well, maybe uh, that's I mean, you a can new talk feature. to people, but you know. that's not really diplomacy. I will have to look into this uh, into the sequel because yeah, I, I have the game. I still have it. I mean, the instruction manual it came with is like that thick for a Sega Genesis game. Good it was Lord. pretty in depth. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, you landed on planets, you mined stuff, you could sell the stuff. other games, there's... Yep, it's loading it all up there. There we go. We, Wing Commander 4 is brand new. You can get it right now. They finally got their hands on it. Wing Commander it's, 4. So far, it's the only one I've it came seen out in like, new. came out in, what, like, 97? Let's 98? See. It came out, like, right when the movie came out, I think. 1995. 1995? Oh, my God. That's wow. December so, 31st now. It's like 96, really. Okay. King's Quest? Good Lord. Some of these are so old. Populous. I've never played Populous. Thief 2. Good Lord. I've played that one. I'm not going to lie. I almost feel bad making fun of them. It's kind of like, you know... Beating up the retarded kid down the street. Right. It's you easy, see the kid with the helmet, you start picking on him, then you're the asshole. Well, I mean, that's the, it, they said that that's what they specialized in. So. Well, I understand that, but then so again. So now they're going in some brand new direction. What are they going to, are they going to start getting new games? It's bad for business. Organize the Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri tournament. What? <laughs> It'd be like playing it on crack on a current machine. <laughs> Have you ever tried playing, I, I tried playing the original XCOM UFO defense on, my, on this machine. Oh, good lord! You have to run like a like you a, couldn't. 
like an emulator. Yeah, you, you really had to to try. I mean, I rebought it off of Steam because it was included. It was just easier. Uh huh. But has anyone told them that GOG stood for good old games? No, we did. That was not told to us. No, clearly that's the case. Nor did we care. But uh, I mean, okay, I'll admit there's look, a couple interested in, but not enough, to, it, not enough right. to go crazy over. You know, it's it's easily possible for a business model like that. Sure, I'm sure they do okay. I'm sure they're going to be in business as long as they don't fuck up whatever they do. But I don't see how you get to bitch about a DRM yes. when everything you have is from the <laughs> pre-DRM era. And also, why are you bitching about Steam selling games for 75 to 85 percent off when you're selling old games from the 90s? And maybe early 2000s at best, although I didn't see any, for five bucks a head. Or ten bucks. I mean, and that's kind of my point is that this would not be a discussion. We would all say, good old, yeah. you know, good old games. That's a great system. That's fine. The problem is, the whole premise of this conversation was the fact that they were saying, well, Steam is bad for business. Who's no, it's not. Business? It's drive. Yeah. I understand that you are considering yourselves a competitor. It's yeah. kind of like TNA <laughs> saying, or Ring of Honor, yeah, we're a competitor for WWE. Yeah. They don't even know you exist. Look at that. The, 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 the highest wish list is System Shock 2. Like, <laughs> overall. Grim Fandango. Oh, my God. Overall, I, I, I don't want to knock Diablo. them. I mean, for what they do, I'm sure they probably but you do know, it I'm well. I'm going to. I'm going to knock them because they decided to enter the realm. Well, that's that's my point. I, I'm sure for what they do, they do it well. And I'm sure there are plenty of people that want to play some of these older games and are willing to pay five bucks for that. That's fantastic. That's what we should but do. I'm, I'm all about it. That's what we should do. But like I don't game every think week? you then no, get no, to just, go. No, no, just, just set up a site, get a bunch of old games. Charge nuts. Up, yeah, there you go. Charge a pass, and you can play them all all you want. But selling old games and taking on Steam for yeah. their sale policies are two entirely different worlds, and I think it's right. ridiculous. Trine. Somebody linked me and said, look at this one. Yeah, they have, like, indie games, too. So, so. I mean, yeah. The, okay. Yeah. And languages. There's a lot of languages. Don't care. Where their argument falls apart, 50% off is okay, 75% off is bad. At that point, what the hell is the difference? Well, and Sakani, that's kind of my point. It's the same thing with, with anything else you go into a, a, you know, a brick-and-mortar store. If something's that deeply discounted, it means that it's out of date. They've already sold the majority of the copies they're going to for the people who are going to pay that much for it. Yeah, or they're trying to get rid of it because it sucks. Right, and they've got more than enough. Which now, is kind of what I was trying to play devil's advocate with. Right. Is that, you know. In Steam's case, obviously, you know, they don't sell copies. Bandwidth is their issue. Right. It, again, they're just trying to sell stuff that people just aren't buying or paying anymore. And I don't look. If a, a fantastic, like Mass Effect 3 comes out, like we discussed you know, a couple months ago. Speaking of which, I, I, I forgot to bring back Mass Effect. I'm sorry. I forgot to bring you Mass Effect 2. So, so next, even next week. Yes. The point is, if Mass Effect 3 comes out, people aren't going to sit around and wait for a year, two or three years for it to drop to 75% before they buy it. The vast majority of people aren't going to. They're going to buy it at some point along the line, whether at full price or you know, slightly discounted, because they want to play the game now. Uh-huh. You know, Most of the stuff they're, they're selling is 75 85%. I don't know if it's necessarily a, a really major title, and if it is, it certainly has been within the last couple of years. So, right. again, and, and yeah, you're playing Devil's Advocate just so we have something to discuss, but by and large, this was a stupid... Xavierson, yeah. your point that people lose, break, or miss these old games is well taken. I'm not knocking no, the I'm, fact I'm, that I'm they not, sell old games. Right, I'm knocking right, the right, fact right. that they sell old games, yes. and they are choosing to take on Steam... Over their policy of discounting games. That's when you were you're not even in the same league as somebody else, and you decide to knock your business model, which is essentially what they're doing. 
You know, that is my problem with them. They can sell, you know, shit in a paper bag. I don't care. If there's somebody willing to pay for it, good for them. It's not even Pop Warner taking on the NFL. It's literally baseball taking on the NFL. They're not even the same business. One sells old games. That's fantastic. That's what they do. Right. They sell old games for $5. They sell indie games for $10. That's great. If they can make a living at them, more power to them. And I salute their efforts. However, you what? hang on. Hold the phone. Okay, so apparently on GOG.com, a certain individual that many of us know called Total Biscuit. Definitive list of strategy games? The, the definitive list of strategy games. How the hell does he get a list of anything? Sacrifice? Well, a, a, according to this, it looks like anybody can make a list. Oh, okay, good. We're making a list. You see, like, right here, there's, like, you know, Perfect. this list, that list. You know, we're going to make a list, and we're going to stack the vote. <laughs> Earth 2160. Ugh. Ground Control. Well, it, Ground Control 2. Special Original Ground Control, I'll give you something there. But Ground Control 2? King's Bounty, good game. Master of Ryan 1 and 2, good game. Perimeter? Never played Perimeter. Stronghold Crusader? <laughs> I've heard of that one, I but actually, never played it. I, I'm going to admit that's a guilty pleasure. Caesar 3? That was fucking hard when I was a kid. Was it? God never damn. Never played it. Total I'd always annihilation build this town, and then all of a sudden I'd be out of fucking money, and I couldn't collect any taxes, and nah. then shit caught on fire, and it was horrible. It was bad. Total Biscuit. That fat fuck. <laughs> no, I don't say I like him. He's a good guy. Anybody can make a mixed list. Well, guess what? We're doing it. And we're going to have like 10 people vote. <laughs> this is the greatest list. Of, you know what? We're going to pick the worst games we could find. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Stupid like video that. game Dude. of the week. Yeah, there we go. Yes. <laughs> Stupid video game moments you should not spend your money on. For 6 to 10 bucks. Everyone discusses the stupid idea and Google's get adver- goggles get advertisement. Well, yeah, I mean, granted, we're giving the free advertisement just by discussing it. But, you know, I guess, yeah. Right. Not that they're going to drop a whole lot of business from this show, but, you know, especially since we just lampoon the hell out of them. Now, this one's right up your alley. I would have given this one to Eve, but her not being I, here. I, I, I hate to burst the bubble. Now, there is something new on that, but, okay. but the, the streaming part of it, yes. not new at all. There, there are a couple really? sites that, that do that. They do that exclusively. And you know this because? Because I'm a guy, that's why. Okay. Well, I'm a guy, too. I don't know about it. Uh, go ahead there, Vyar. Streaming porn service blasts the PS3. Sugar DVD is mixing hot girls with gaming on the PlayStation 3. With the runaway success of Netflix on consoles well-established, it was only a matter of time before its mainstream movies and television shows were joined by their seedier, yet remarkably prolific cousin, the porn flick. I read that as prophylactic, but continue. I don't know why <laughs> nice. it is, but... And that time is now upon us thanks to the arrival of Sugar DVD on the PlayStation 3. Sugar DVD offers a high-quality streaming video service similar to Netflix, except that its films aren't the sort of thing that you're going to catch on AMC. Are you actually going to that site on your phone right now? I just want to see what it looks like, yeah. Right! Fantastic. Got to update his account. Yeah, I I, I, I just did it right now. I I did Netflix for porn just to see. And the very first thing that pops up is Sugar Sugar DVD. And also Bush DVD. Well, two names fourteen make free sense. day, fourteen day free trial. There you go. I know what I'm doing for the next two weeks. <laughs> oh, You're going to get trogged or six minutes at a time. <laughs> uh, instead, subscribers are <laughs> given access to hundreds of high resolution, full length adult videos. "Quote: Not the cheap, grainy web content <laughs> available <laughs> elsewhere <laughs> for free." End quote. Not that cheap porn. We're talking about the good <laughs> stuff. With new movies being added every day. 
It's got all the categories you could want, plus at least a few you'll probably wish you never knew existed. <laughs> and for the true connoisseur... <laughs> That's true I'm connoisseur. Uh, and for the true connoisseur, even offer search options for specific studios and performers. What? Quote, gamers can All now right. have their cake and eat it too on the PS3. <laughs> and you can Quote. eat the cake out of an Asian's asshole <laughs> through double penetration. Said Sugar DVD rep Rebecca Bolin. Mm. Quote, we believe we are hitting the nail on the head, so to speak, by offering TV streaming through the PS3 with no discs or downloads, end quote. I wonder how Sony feels about that. Let's not kid ourselves here. For all the pointing and laughing we do at the ridiculousness of porn titles and many of the concepts around which these flicks are built, this is going to be hugely popular. If I had a PS3 and an internet connection that wasn't akin to throwing wadded up notes out the window, I'd be all over this. (laughs) I bet you would, too. And while concerns about exactly which buttons little Timmy is mashing are legitimate, that's a parental problem. So parents, when you're done watching Bobby Violate San Francisco, be sure to turn the thing off. The unlimited streaming service on the PlayStation 3 costs $7.95 a month and includes 20 minutes of video on-demand service, which offers a pay-per-minute service suitable for PCs and Macs. Absolutely no links to any of it will be provided. Okay, so, and I know I'm going to open myself up for ridicule, uh... But what the hell is the 20 minutes of video on demand? Is this like, what, you pay a chick to do whatever she wants on a webcam? Is that, is that what Video this is on demand. No, no. Video on demand, it's just like the same thing you do but on Which offers a pay-per-minute service suitable? Okay. Which so a pay-per-minute service. So Maybe. Theoretically, I would pay for like six minutes, and then I'd be done. But see, yeah, what I'm trying to find out is then what's the seven ninety five per month? Well, that, yeah, that's a good question. To the cloud! i got to find out. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're doing it because I don't want any viruses popping up on my machine. Research. Let's see, Mystic Bam. I found something in your uh, browser history that you want to explain? Let's see. No. Unlimited streaming with Roku, PS3, and Google TV. Okay, good to know. Warning for under the age of 18. No, I'm not. Okay. It's not just fucking, it's HD fucking. That's right. Totally. Welcome to thing. the future. Okay, so they also sell DVDs as well, which would make sense given their name. Good Lord, there's an awful lot of boobs and dicks on here right now. Surprise, Imagine it's that. porn. <laughs> boobs and dicks. See, that's, that's the name of, of your porn streaming site right there. There you boobs go. Boobs and dicks. Unlimited. Okay, so what is this here? Pay per minute. Okay, here we go. Let's, let's see what this is here. Thank you, Samsung Galaxy Nexus. And thank you, right, Samsung. So what is it? Does it not check. say? Pay per minute and download to own over 55 movies to PC or Mac. Free minutes? Watch, I don't want to watch a preview. I need to know more about the service. What is this? So I, I'm still trying to figure out why does anybody would want to do this when you can go on the Internet and find it all for free. Well, because this is a high this, – this, this is the classy shit. I'm curious. Not like that grainy. You know, what, what, what do the articles say? The, the, the grainy, Let you know, Let me pull whatever. the IRC. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, how many people actually buy and watch a full hour movie? Or two hours. Or I, I have to be honest. I don't think I, I've ever sat and watched a whole porn movie from start to finish. I don't think I've ever sat and watched one start to finish or paid for porn in my yeah. entire life. No, I don't life. think I've ever paid either. <laughs> you, you, usually just because they're so ridiculous. I mean, you, you, the, the story is so flimsy as to be, you know, non-existent. And that, to All me, right. it, but you're paying for the story. Man. It's not like an RPG. No, like, no, you're not the paying for the story. has got to be engaging. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Emperor, total biscuit, that fat fuck. Put it on a T-shirt. I, I agree. I like Sulex. I am twelve, and what is this? 
I got. I don't even know what else there is to say. It's so I get. I, I guess it's both things. You can either do the unlimited, or you can do the pay per minute. I guess. Hando, Hando, but, but, I watch clips on my smartphone. <laughs> the pizza boy pool guy knocks on the door. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and he's brought a so, friend. Yeah. Someone order a pepperoni pizza. No, but you can take well, your pants off. We don't want it to go to waste. No I don't deal. have any money. <laughs> sure, we can find some other way. Do you accept ass as a form of payment? Got just watch the levels. Got really quiet all of a sudden. I'm just, just looking watch, at yeah. the uh, slutty schoolgirls three. Banging the naughty spots. You know what? I was kind of disappointed after that. Oh, this is after two, so I wouldn't watch. This three. is some <laughs> of the classy stuff here. This is your mom getting fucked in a porno movie. Four. <laughs> Perfect. Four. That bitch. That's what you paid for. Horny black mothers. Twelve. Oh. Homemade <laughs> girlfriends. Twelve. Oral assault. Bad girls get fucked. 18 with proof. These aren't exactly very good porno names. There are no. much better ones out there. Deliciously I round. Like the bad puns. I yeah, oh, like that's the, the best ones. ones. Yeah. Eraslick Park, Lord of the Cock Rings. Yeah. Those are the best. <laughs> Those are the best. Because you tell that there was some effort put in, but not enough that they gave a shit. You know? Well, it's porn. Exactly. Anal Dream Girls. <laughs> Girlgasms. Fresh off the boat, seven. That one was newly added. Man, I've been waiting for that one. I was like, they, you know, number six ends on a cliffhanger. And you're like, are they going to get there? Are they going to get off the boat? I got to know. All right, we'll do one more article, then we'll hit up the Super Video Game of the Week. It's, God, it's almost 8 o'clock already. It feels like the show's just getting going. We're all, already like two-thirds of the way through. Okay, uh, this one I came across last night, and I thought it was very strange. I picked it up. This is from uh, ZDNet.com. It's a blog. China's mysterious Internet outage. Speculation over a kill switch. At approximately 11 a.m. local time yesterday, and this was written on April 13th, so this would have been, what, Thursday? Okay, April the 12th. Internet users around China reported significant Internet blackouts. No kidding. Not only were they unable to access some Chinese sites, but also many foreign websites that had previously not been blocked. The issue was not isolated to China. Web users in Hong Kong and Japan also reported issues with accessing Chinese sites. A number of explanations immediately came to light, with the most viable being the 8.7 magnitude earthquake in Indonesia on Wednesday that might have damaged some undersea cables. However, reports from China's major telecommunications companies, or their government, China Telecom Municom suggests that this was not the case. China Telecom confirmed that the earthquake had not interfered with the underwater uh, cables in any way. Both companies also shot down theories that the outage could have been caused by some sort of blip in the system, with Telecom insisting that there was no issue with their network. As all Chinese Internet traffic passes through the two networks' infrastructure to get overseas, this had seemed like the likely culprit. But with the mystery of what happened becoming murkier, Many people are speculating as to what could have caused the blackout. It was arguably far too quick to be a response to Anonymous's war rally against China's Great Firewall, which even they admitted will take time to crack. Others had suggested that the temporary outage might have been a test run for an emergency kill switch. 
and in case extreme measures need to be taken in the ongoing crackdown on the Chinese Internet. Now, I'll stop right there. Uh, I believe it was voted in. I don't know if it was voted in or written in, but uh, last year, wasn't it given to President Obama? A kill yeah, I know. Yeah, yep. it's, it's part of that uh, whatever. Yeah, I know. I know the bill. We talked about it. Yeah. yeah. So it would not surprise me if this was the case, but I continue. According to Tech in Asia, VPNs that had previously allowed Internet users to get around the Great Firewall were down. But that smaller VPN provider seemed to be unscathed. This could suggest a deliberate targeting of such services, but at the moment, we can only speculate. Admittedly, it does seem as though uh, such a kill switch would be extreme and far-fetched. Okay, no, it doesn't. That seems actually right up the alley of a very, you know, draconian administration, a regime like that. That would not surprise me at all. However, the absence of clear explanations lends the theory some credibility. China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology has been silent over the blackout, and so have much of the state-run media. China Daily, People's Daily, and Xinhua, some of China's major news publications, er, the government, are continuing to cover the growing rumors issues, but not the blackout. could be relatively insignificant, but as the Wall Street Journal's Josh Chin points out, the episode did illustrate just how jumpy China watchers and China Internet users have become in recent days. This would surprise me not at all, considering the amount of trouble that you know, the government over there goes to to censor a great many websites and content. This seems right up their alley. Yeah, I'd say so. It, would, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Completely agree. I mean, if a revolution actually got some ground over there and got underway, especially if it's being like we saw in the Arab Spring, being you know, uh, further through Facebook and Twitter and that kind of thing, uh-huh. well, I could easily see them killing the Internet to prevent that. You can trouble me for a warm glass so I, of shut I guess we'll up. have to see. Um, Good talk, guys. Good talk. Finish strong. Uh, From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. The Atari 2600 has been taking a beating the last couple of weeks, courtesy of this segment of the show, and I figured it was good for at least one more good flogging. (laughs) This week's game, Burning Desire, is all about playing the part of a naked air rescue worker flying in to save a woman from being tied to a pedestal and slowly burned to death while avoiding stones thrown by restless natives. I know we can all relate to that one. For your daring rescue, you dangle yourself in the helicopter and drip the fire out with one of the two rod-shaped things jutting out from your pelvis. I'm not a doctor, but I'd like to think the one squirting all over the fire and the distressed lady's face is a fire hose. <laughs> but because this is supposed to be an adult game, I have a feeling we should all be pretty grossed out. Once you slowly, drip by drip, put out the fires that are cooking the woman alive, you lower yourself down to her. Her near-food experience and near-death experience didn't make her any less cock-crazy, so she'll grab your previously unused non-squirting rod with her mouth and hold on with her teeth as you fly away. So if you're still trying to solve the mystery that the bad graphics have given us, you're either a rescue worker carrying a fire hose and airlifting a woman out mouth first with your penis, or you have double the normal amount of reproductive organs, one of them a handle and the other a fire extinguisher. (laughs) Putting out the fire takes a few minutes, and while you're doing it, the only thing the natives can do is throw rocks at these strange flying machines stealing their lunch. And just like you'd expect, a rock is no match for a helicopter dangling a naked man with a groin that can put out forest fires. The actual rescue is simple, but your only reward is a blink-and-you'll-miss-it animation of a half-monster woman 69ing you. 
And if riding out of the jungle, biting on the end of a man's unit didn't give you a good indication of how smart this woman is, it takes this stupid bitch all of three seconds to find a way from your face back to the native people's cooking pot to start the whole ordeal over again. Burning desire for the Atari 2600. After playing this game, I desire to burn this game. Another stupid moment in video From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Well, you find the weirdest shit. You know that? It, uh, it's actually easier than you think it is to find the weirdest shit, I got to tell you. I, you would think it would be harder. And I suppose it's like going along, you know, because some of them are really easy to find. It's like some people put up the top ten worst games ever. And then you just go on their list like, okay, that one. And then you do some research. But after doing this a while, you, you, you have to look a little thing. harder. But it, it's still not as hard as you think it'd be. Well, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, I have a, a small announcement a little later on in the show. Uh, we have to figure out what we're going to do for our IRC rep. We'll get to that a little later on. We still have the uh, quickening. Yep. Uh, do we have forbidden knowledge? Um, no, okay. not really. No. So we still have the quickening. Uh, we have a bunch more articles to get to, so keep it right here. We have a lot yet to come up. See you here in a few. Warning, this show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on Versal Productions. My apologies for the slightly longer than average uh, break, but Baron von Gosu arrived late, so we were setting up his microphone and headset. So, Baron, welcome to the show. That's right. You all wait for me. No, we didn't actually. We kept on going. We just <laughs> made the break a little longer. So, uh, thank you, Nomize. I will take a look at that actually probably after the show. May, uh, maybe we have a solution here to our problem. We'll have to take a look at it. Uh, okay. Anyways, Baron, what have you been up to this week? Uh, we haven't heard or seen much of you. So, what has been up? I've been working. That's pretty much it. Okay. It's, it's been a horrible week at work. Why? Because two of my clients got arrested and another attempted suicide. So I've had a busy week. Attempted or succeeded? Attempted. Oh, shit. That means you got to keep putting up with them. Pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> it also means they're failures, too. Because if, you know, you, yeah. can't, even, something else. you can't even achieve something that you set out to, you know. And there's nothing better to tell somebody who's depressed than the fact that they're also a failure. That's right. <laughs> Maybe you would be so depressed if you weren't a failure. There you go. Uh, anyways. Um, <clears throat> so now that I've brought the mood down. <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Nah, I'm entertained. We're good. Uh, we have the mailbag coming up here at the top of the hour, or, well, whatever the hell we decide to do it. So in about 20 minutes, half an hour. So get your emails into emperor1g at cox.net of your of a unfunny and serious nature, and we will get to those a little, little, a little later on. We have the quickening yet to come to top off the show. So uh, I guess we'll go back to the topics we had that we didn't get to. We have a bunch of them, actually. 
And I found this one kind of funny. None left sent this one in. This is from EscapistMagazine.com. And since Baron is here, I guess to kind of right up your alley. The International Space Station experiments with booze. Woohoo! Zero G awesomeness right there. Kyler, your turn. Go ahead. <clears throat> a Scottish whiskey distillery provides the ISS with the making of a good malt whiskey for science. <laughs> Never for before science. have I wished that I followed my childhood dream to become an astronaut more than today. The Ardberg, is that how you pronounce that? Ardbeg? Ardbeg? Ardbeg, Ardbeg right. distillery. It's Scottish, you tell me. Which has been producing whiskey on the Scottish island of Islay for centuries, has sent up some of their whiskey-making ingredients to the International Space Station as part of a two-year experiment on gravitational forces. Right. <laughs> the distillery teamed up with a U.S.-based company called NanoRacks in the hopes that its cargo of un... Unmaturated malt and charred oak particles used by the Ardberg in its own whiskey-making process could help NanoRacks researchers see how gravity affects the way complex molecules, called terpenes, interact with each other. So will it make us more drunk? I don't know. I think that's the question. Quote, by doing this microgravity experiment on the interaction of terpenes and other molecules with the wood samples provided by Ardberg, we will learn much about flavors, even extending to applications like food and perfume. Explained Michael Johnson, chief technician officer of NanoRacks. Quote, at the same time, it should help Ardberg find new chemical building blocks in their own flavor spectrum. It's believed that this experiment is the first of its kind, which makes me wonder why it took so long for science to step up to the plate to tackle this important issue. Gay for liquor. I guess. No booze. Zero G awesomeness. You're really fighting, aren't you, Varya? You're really kind of fading off here. I am. I'm sorry. My knees are just shot, dude. It's they're locking up on me. Do you have to work tomorrow? No, thank God. All I'm right, skipping class, you so we're good all around. <laughs> oh, good to know. It's the first non-video game-oriented skip. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Well, I'm sure that's what he'll be doing, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna lay on my couch and play the C plus Kingdoms of Amalur while I just slaughter stuff and try to ignore the story. Now, this seems to be getting a lot of traction. I've seen this one. Uh, we discussed the, well, off the air, I don't know if we did it on the air, about the Google Glasses that you can wear. That's supposed to be the computer of the future you can wear now. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently Valve is getting in on this. And I, I don't understand. Is this simply, and we were talking about it on the forums as well, is this simply, you know, these different co- companies trying to get ahead of, of the curve about what is the, the next up-and-coming thing, the, the future of computers, as it were? Probably. I'm, the, I'm the sure that has, something, trend? that has something to do with it, sure. But apparently Valve is getting in on it. Kotaku.com has this one. Uh, let's see. In a lengthy and detailed post on his personal site, Valve's Michael Abresh, a very smart man, has outlined a project he's working on at, game, uh, at the game's developer and online network operator, Wearable Computing. Yep. Computers you can wear. Think Google Glasses only made by Valve. Allow him to explain. Quote, By wearable computing, I mean mobile computing where both computer-generated graphics in the real world are seamlessly overlaid in your view. There is no separate display that you hold onto your hands. Think Terminator Vision. The underlying trend as we've gone uh, from desktops through laptops and notebooks to tablets is is one of having computing available in more places, more of the time. The logical endpoint is computing everywhere all the time. That is, wearable computing. I have no doubt that 20 years from now that will be standard, probably through glasses or contacts, but for all I know through some kind of more direct neural connection. Just another step towards the singularity. And I'm pretty confident that platform shift will happen a lot sooner than 20 years. 
almost certainly within 10, but quite likely as little as 3 to 5, because the key areas, input, processing, power, and size, and output, that need to evolve to enable wearable computing are shaping up nicely, although there's still a lot to be figured out. For some reason, I can't hear myself my headphones as well as I was, so I'll just kind of look at that. I can hear myself. I can hear you. <clears throat> you can't hear yourself at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Uh, Woohoo! Oh, I heard that. Now, before you start <laughs> making predictions, hang on. Now, before you start making predictions that will make an appearance at E3, stop. He says as much. Uh, he says as much below. It won't. It might not even make it to the status of a real thing because it's just a project the company is working on, just like the weird control pad. Just like a bunch of other stuff we don't know about and may never know about. It's only been a few days. I'm just going to skip it. It's only a few days ago we learned Valve was looking at hiring new engineers to ramp up its endeavors in the field of hardware. This may well be one of the projects that end up working on. And if it's not, well, uh, imagine what else the company might be thinking about behind closed doors. Dispensers, Mark IV suits, teleporters. Home console center. The rest of well, yeah, the Steam box. The rest of (laughs) CRs. The best of beta. The rest of Average is right up on the subjects worth a read, even if you're not terribly technically minded. You can check it out below. All right. Uh, wearable computing. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to look like Jordy LaForge. I'd be down. It I, wouldn't, I don't think it would look like Jordy LaForge. But I'm trying to think I, of how I'd that would down. work. How would you send an email? Just what, look at the letter for a second and it would log on there? Probably. You'd pr- it'd probably be voice commands, too. It would be horribly inefficient, I would think. I mean, granted, we're, it's all speculation for what's going to happen typing? in the future, but I still. Know. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, if you could tap in, you like your brainwaves, and you could just think well, Sony, think the word, and it automatically pops up. Well, Sony's been, had, had uh, stuff like that patented for a few years now that does things that will actually they'll actually look at like your sen- sensors of smell in your head. They actually have technology that they've blueprinted and patented right now that will actually okay. work with that for virtual reality. So it is going in that direction. I don't know. I don't know that I want some kind of neural implant put in my head. I do. I do. Sign me up. Yeah, absolutely. Mass Effect 4. <laughs> Baron, did you play Mass Effect 3? I did not. I haven't played any of them yet. Okay. Well, oh, really? Do you want to borrow the... Do you have a 360? Yes, I do. <laughs> you I'm want to borrow a game through. that we got from Varyar? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Varyar was talking me into it. I, fin- I finally finished the first one, and I'm kind of mad that I never got into the series because I really, really liked it, so... It's an oh, excellent game. I'm definitely excellent looking for something yeah. to play. You just finished even the- even by today's standards, the graphics are okay and the story's really good. And, you know. Yeah, just pay it forward, pass it along. And, <laughs> you know, whenever you're done with it, well, bring I it need, back. I need something to rinse the taste of the new Silent Hill out of my mouth. That thing was awful. You didn't like Downpour? See, that's oh, I hate it. I thought it was fine. I and here we the, go. The only problem I had with it is that it wasn't scary enough. But well, I thought the yeah, story was, was fine. the big problem. Well, the the story was the only thing I actually really enjoyed about it. Right. But, the combat was clunky. The controls but was the clunky. Com- okay, but this, it, the Everything thing was, was repetitive. The thing with- <clears throat> it was short. I, had, I honestly had more fun playing Homecoming, and that was not a really? good game. Wow. <laughs> I mean, don't you think that combat should be a bit clunky? Because this is just like a normal guy. I mean, he's not going to, you know, he's, he's not trained for combat. I, I would hope that it wouldn't take me almost 10 seconds to swing a knife. An axe or something like that? Okay. Come on. Okay, in the time it takes me to get hit four times from an opponent. It shouldn't take that long to swing a knife. A one-handed, easy-to-swing weapon. Uh-huh. Okay, fair enough. And I also didn't like the fact you only could carry, like, one weapon at a time. 
It's not true. If, if you have the gun, you can carry the gun or the shotgun. You can carry one that's gun. That's like the halo effect where you can only have two it. weapons. I missed the days of Quake when your guy was not you slowed down at all by carrying have... ten guns. You should, you should be, be able, able to, to carry have... everything. You should be able to have the shotgun slung on your shoulder, the pistol in a holster on your hip, and still carry it like a one-handed weapon. Sorry, that's not out of the realm of believability for me. Look, XCOM so, UFO so, defense, so just, you just one extra stuff. weapon is what you're complaining about? At least two guns. Come on. Yeah, that, exactly. You can't argue that. <laughs> I guess, but the, the gun in Silent Hill is usually, I mean, it's, it's a great weapon to have, but you hardly ever get a chance to use it because you never find any bullets for it. Well, it's, well I, <laughs> that's I had, the point. What I, a great had, I, mean, I mean, seriously, if you're walking around town, you're not had. like, hmm. well, see, I had the opposite yeah. problem. I had plenty of ammo. The problem is, is every so often you'd go into Otherworld, get chased by this big red mist thing, which yeah. looks like something out of a drunken nightmare, and then all of a sudden I lose all the crap that I've accumulated through the game, and then i got to go find it again. What kind of <laughs> shit is that? And it's not one-time thing. They do it all the time. Every time you get to Otherworld, all of a sudden, oh, bye-bye, there goes all your stuff. You wake up all the way across town from some kind of weird teleportation thing and then right. you lost everything it's like what, what the hell what the point is it, what, what is the point of having all and saving up all this this equipment and all these items and then not being able to use any of it but were, weren't you just now talking about the i mean let, let's be honest I mean, you're talking about realism in a game where you know realist silent hill okay but in okay, if if oh, realism, go shoot up my if we're house. admitting that, if, if well, we're, that's Halo. If, 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 if Halo, we're okay with neighbors. with the the universe of Silent Hill, Counter Strike, would, would it not make sense if you're like going back and forth between dimensions that you might drop some shit along the way? Not every single friggin' thing I've accumulated, and then just happen to stumble across it two minutes later. I would imagine once you've done world. it the first time, your character would remember. Oh shit! I better hold this stuff as I'm transitioning worlds. Exactly. Oh, there go my guns, but I still have my clothes. Or they do the That's repetitive, strange. all of a sudden a bridge or a floor or something crashes from beneath you, and then as you're falling, you lose everything, okay? If at least if you're going to take away all my crap all the time, at least come up with something different. Not the same recycled crap over like, and over and over. for example, some mystical force during transdimensional warping. Exactly. Every single your... time you're in there, you're chased by this giant red mist thing. Yeah, do I don't... Something different? Yeah, when, when you go into the other world. And I, I don't know, they, they never explained why... What it was. No, they don't. All they uh, so do I don't know if it's just like your, it, ma- it makes your, you scream and sucks your life your, force. Your and that's guilt? It. Just like the game, your, sucks your life force. That's, guilt that's it. or your conscience? I don't know. Because I don't want to ruin the story by bringing stuff up, but I don't know. Did you get all the endings? Uh, no, I just played it through one time. I just finished it like a day or two ago. So. Oh, I YouTubed him. I've got to go back. Oh, I've, I've, I've YouTubed him, too. I got one ending and then YouTube the rest. Which was the ending that you got? I, I got the reversal ending. I got the one where wait, she wait, forgives wait, wait, wait. him. So you mailed it in. You didn't actually replay the game and finish it up to see what the other kind of endings. You actually YouTube with like, like a playthrough to see or let's play oh, no, to find I, what the other. I, I played through once, found right. out there were yeah. multiple endings. And I'm like, I'm not going through that shit again, so let's just take really? the easy way through. Oh, that's going to surprise me. Absolutely. I would think that, that a lot of people. I, I guess like the impression Chirker, I got from us. I play Chrono Trigger through. Re, like I'd pl- replay that through every time to get to get a different ending. Why? Because that game was fun. I, I don't know. I mean, I love Chrono Trigger. I don't know that I played enough that I got every single ending. Because some of those are pretty obscure to, to to get. Well, it's like Final Fantasy VII, where you can actually get a different date. I, I didn't even know this, but you have to do some very convoluted shit to take out y- Yuffie or mm. TFS. Like I, uh, I don't. It's the same dialogue. Uh-huh. It's just a different graphic. I didn't know that. But there's some people that would be real hardcore that they would stop and restart it. And I guess 
if you're good enough about saving it at certain places, you can go back and pick it up without much of a loss. Which a lot of times is what I'll do. I'll have different save files. I did that for Skyrim, so I could also go back and play through on the... Like, I could go back and do the Stormcloaks or do the Imperials. I'll save at different quests just so I can... It's just a matter of knowing exactly when and where to save the game. I, I think it's about time for me to play Skyrim again. Because I, I haven't oh, played it to do the... It's about time uh, for me to actually play it. I love that To game. do the Imperials. That's the only thing I really still haven't done yet. So, But it, it's been long enough that I can play it again. It's not going to be like... Oh. I might do that after I, you know, I'm tired of getting my ass kicked by the fucking Alliance in that Star Wars mod. Jesus Christ. Dark Brotherhood, best quests, in my opinion. Always. Always. And it, it, the only thing I d- didn't like about that, it was really easy to get into the Oh, project. no. It was, it was too easy. I liked the one where you had to interrupt the wedding you, and then try to escape solitude. This. I thought that was fun. That was a good time. <laughs> no, so he said something about skipping. Although I'm not seeing any skipping on my end. I think it might be just them. They fucking lie. Of course, it's their fault. <clears throat> of course it is. No, yeah, I don't see any skipping at all. No, so. Yeah, way to go, Xaverson. Ass. There's no skipping. Stop the, I panicking know, me. You're freaking me out. I know one person who's not going to be the IRC rep. speking of which uh i suppose we should probably do that if you are interested in being our irc rep and uh well our show bitch and irc rep message me now i have a couple instructions for you of what you what we're gonna do i have a couple things for you to go and find for me should be entertaining should be interesting so go ahead and message me in, in irc now and unfortunately, folks, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you lose. Yeah, this is why you should listen live. And I don't care if it's three o'clock in the morning, whatever shit old third world nation you live in. If you have a computer, <laughs> like to listen Canada, to this, but <laughs> they're not even a real country anyway. I learned that from South Park. They're the 51st state. I thought they were the 52nd. So Mexico, Puerto North. Rico is 51. Puerto Rico's 51 now. It's Canada. Ireland's like 53. Yeah, they, they are considered they're the Maple Mexico to the north. And nobody wants to be the IRC rep. Nice. This is great. Well, you know, with, with such a An awesome wonderful intro. intro yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to suck. You're not going to like it. By the way, why, why is Porta in twice? You know, is that? My he's, guess is because he disconnected and he came back in, or he's got two PCs. I don't know. Maybe it's that fat that he has to have two PCs. I don't know. That's pretty damn fat. <laughs> in the meantime, speaking of Mass Effect 3, uh, this is from BBB.org. TripleB.org. I believe Ape Man sent this one in. Better Business Bureau? Better Business Bureau? Yes. Triple B. Yeah, I guess it is the Better Business Bureau. Xaverson says that there is skipping. And yet, shut your whore there mouth, is no skipping. Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? <laughs> <laughs> whore face. I am interesting, of course. I don't uh, know, Smurf, that, Yeah, you should. I am interesting. <laughs> you should not. Okay, there you go. You should correct yourself. <laughs> well, it's too late. We already corrected her, too. First, master the English language, then right. come back to us. I'm sure you are interesting, but telling us you are, it's like self-collage. can't do it. Xavier said, shut up. I want legitimate, interested people, folks. Whoever gets to be the IRC rep is shoved in the comic within the next five pages, says Shriggs. Look at that. Shriggs Why actually provided Shriggs? incentive. Oh. Go. i got to tell you, that's really kind of pissed off, because I have never been in the You're in the rape comic. dungeon. Yeah, yes. you're... The rape dungeon. Yes. Yeah, because I get confused. <laughs> this guy, like, he, he has like a comic and he like, draws it and everything. And I'm like, am I in it? Man, wow. who gives a shit? Am I in it this week? Man, who gives a shit? So he finally got pissed off. So he wrote this thing where he's like, let's go save Highlander. And it's like, no, he's in some rape dungeon getting raped by, <laughs> by a rape monster or whatever. Like, well, I guess we're not going to save Highlander. And that was, that was supposed to get me. Like, oh, wow. No. <laughs> and we all had a good laugh, like we do now. I'm surprised little Rex didn't step up. For as much as that guy kind of tries to crawl up our ass, I, I, I was expecting him to kind of uh, put himself on there to try and be the rep, but I guess not. 
If you want incentive, the person who applies can have the Super Monday Night Combat beta, says Xaverson. There you go. You didn't get the just, beta. Keep isn't the game he the poor wants. face? We just told to shut the hell up. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but he's loyal, goddammit. He's no, a left. loyal So I get face. on break to hear that no one wants to be the IRC rep. Yes, my job was crap. <laughs> well, it's not hard to do better than Unleft. Here's your articles an hour before showtime. Highlander <laughs> returns next week. Was I supposed to week. be prepping for this? <laughs> <laughs> was there a test? Yeah, I, I did prep. It's called half a six-pack. All right, so Smurfette hey, man, apparently is the only person interested in being the IRC up, rep. Up, up. What? Competition. No. no. Uh, Bindlestiff sends this one in. Uh, what do you think of this? Confirms Congratulations, EA. Now. You're the worst company in America. Oh, that's the, that's the bracket, right? Oh, so I guess oh, that's the bracket. Oh, is that the bracket? bracket? Yeah, yeah. So they won. I knew they'd win. Well, no, Smurfette. I'm not saying that's no necessarily. I, I'm hoping that we actually have some more competition. I mean... You know, you can win if you decide to get naked on the cast. I'm just saying that would, you know, <laughs> we're looking for. Okay, so there it is. Achievement unlocked. Oh, that's cool. It's a golden poo. I like that. Hmm. More than, m- wow. 250,000 votes. Consumerist readers ultimately decided the type of greed exhibited by EA, which is supposed to be making the world a more fun place, is worse than Bank of America's avarice. I don't, I don't know <laughs> wow. about that. Wow. Which some would argue is the entire point of operating a bank. <laughs> to those who might sneer at something as not essential as a video game company winning the worst company in America vote, it's the exact kind of attitude that allows people to ignore the complaints as companies like EA to nickel and dime consumers to death. On in EA's very limited defense, however, people that have checking accounts and take out home mortgages and deal with Bank of America have better things to do than vote in online polls. True, gamers do not, and gamers hate EA. The stream dropped. No, it didn't. They're all a bunch of whore faces. Your mom dropped. Shut the fuck up. Xaverson says I can give it a go. All right, so we have two people. I see. Little Rex says, I'm too busy. Bullshit. You're not busy. Look, I've read enough of your emails you send to Eve trying to find a way to, I don't know, talk to women to believe that you have a life. You don't. This is right up your alley, man. (laughs) This is perfect for you. Not doing anything on a Sunday night. Clearly, you're in here listening to us. That's okay. We're not either. If you just tuned in, why? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, that's going back. No left. Good luck, Smurfette. I hope a foreigner doesn't show up and take it. That's how I beat Nightmother. True. Okay, now Nightmother's here. Uh, Nightmother, we're looking for a new IRC rep because we fired Dunn left. So, yeah. So uh, people are supposed to message me so we can see exactly who's interested. Then I'll give some obscure thing. You've got to go and find me. First person to find it, find it accurately. Plus, you know, it doesn't help to pimp the show in your little in your post or perhaps anybody who can, I don't know, think of the most, um, what's the best word for this? Uh, Whore themselves out? Whore well, face. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, let's or break island? it down. Don't be a useless <laughs> asshole. Who can I suck mean, up the best? Yeah, let's see. You need looking, more of we're looking for yes, yes men. We're yeah. not looking for people who are, are going to fight. We're just looking for you yes know, men. Why not just announce a contest for an intern? That's basically what it is, except you don't get any credit for it. No one gives a shit. So, you're like so it's like an intern. <laughs> yeah. You put it on a resume, see if anybody cares. That was the intern for a show. A what? It's like internet radio. What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll let you know. Hey, listen to that show. So they don't like black people, I hear. <laughs> a lot of racism there. We're going to have to talk about that. A lot of racism. 
Anyways, oh well, Worst Company in America 2012 is officially in the books. All that's left to do is send off the golden poo to EA. Traditionally, the poo has been delivered on its little red pillow, but this year we'll give EA three different color options for its pillow, though in the end it's still the same old poo. Thanks again to everyone who voted. We'll see you all again in about 49 weeks. And that's from theconsumerist.com. Now, do you think EA is aware of this? <laughs> no. Nor does EA care. <clears throat> Had to have the talk with my girl just now. Missed about an hour of the show. I... Okay, Sakani, so what the hell is the talk? So what did your right hand say? <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving it for your left? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Listen to Sakani's show, folks. <laughs> right hand is just the left hand, usual stuff. I see. Oh, no. Wait. What? Well, at least he wasn't two-timing him. Maybe the stream is going up and down, although it's not on our end. The looks like it's on their end. Down. The system is down. <laughs> down, down. You know how many people did not know? I, I, I heard that like somewhere, and like no one knew what the hell they were talking about. I've got the ringtone. Yeah, but you know what? That uh, they yeah. haven't updated their website since like 2010. Yeah, it's been a while. I yeah. think they're pretty much done. It, it fell out of favor. Yeah, I've got it on the computer. <laughs> okay. Speaking of slow updates, yeah. epic rap battles. I'm a little disappointed. They no. haven't come out. Yeah, the uh, uh, yeah, I the, watched it. I the was, most recent one was it uh, sucked. Michael yeah. Jackson and Michael Jackson Elvis Presley. It yeah, wasn't yeah. great. No, it was not. I was very unhappy. Yeah, I, I agree. It was it was not one of their better efforts. Baron, have you seen it? The, the Michael Jackson one? No, the last one I saw was the Wright Brothers, Mario Brothers. That wasn't bad. It was okay. I don't know. I, I'm just saying the second season out of the, what, four released now? What was the one? Yes. What was it? Halo and like Leonidas? That was awful. Yeah, yes. Master Chief and Leonidas. That was terrible. And now this Michael Jackson and Elvis one, both of them sucked. I'm kind of pissed. With all the possible matchups you could do, uh, it, I don't know. I just kind of, why pick them? I don't know. So... All right, well, for anybody who's interested in the IRC rep, I'm just going to throw it out there, and then you guys can all fight amongst themselves. Find out for me how many blenders Vitamix Corporation sold in the fiscal year 2011. And then find someone who cares. Well, it, 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 the whole point of this is some obscure bullshit that no one cares about. That's the whole point of it. Go find this for me but and show how, me. But think must, about how miraculous that would be to actually find someone who cares. Anyways, give me the link, show the proof, and then you have to ingratiate yourself in t- with us by, I don't know. Kissing our ass? Yes, Profusely. <clears throat> Nightmother is now known as COT, so Nightmother is Cult of the. One letter short. Okay. Also, your email is coming up to emperor1gedcox.net. Now, this one uh, from the Better Business. It is the Better Business Bureau. That's, That's what I of, thought. Yeah. yeah. Mass Effect 3 is having a mass <clears throat> effect on its consumers for better or worse. You're kidding. All right. Who wants this one? Fire, go ahead. The game Mass Effect 3 has caused a, quote, Mass Effect controversy ah. amongst its consumers. Ah, well played, better business game. Controversy! Consider this. If you had purchased the game for $59.99 or $79.99 for the digital download version and were told that you had complete control over the game's outcome by the choices your character made and then actually had no control over the game's outcome, wouldn't you be disappointed? I'd riot! Best. <laughs> Many gamers have spoken out in online forums via Facebook and Twitter, leading to the creation of Facebook fan pages in favor of and against the game's outcome. What caused all of this hype had to do with the marketing of this product. Here are some examples below from their website, MassEffect.com. Hype, bullet point one. 
experience. <laughs> I don't know, man. Blah, blah, blah. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> says the, the guy wearing a bright now. orange. You know, is my trophy going to It's upside down, by the way. I don't care. Experience the beginning, middle, and end of an emotional story unlike any other, where the decisions you make completely, all I can hear is rape complete. That's all all I can hear from you. Rape (laughs) complete. Experience the beginning, middle, and end of an emotional story unlike any other, where the decisions you make completely shape your experience and outcome. Bullet point two. Along the way, your choices drive powerful outcomes, including relationships with key characters, the fate of entire civilizations, and even radically different ending scenarios. scenarios. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> One gamer in particular, who goes by El Spico, was <laughs> <laughs> which I believe is Spanish for the spike, <laughs> was Thank so upset by all this that he filed a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission. And posted his action online, which created quite a frenzy in the media and the online okay, world. Okay, now that's what? just retarded. Proof of no <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, the issue at stake here is, did Bioware falsely advertise? Yes. Technically, yes, they did. In answer to your question. <laughs> in the first bullet point where it states, the decisions you make completely shape your experience, there is no indecision in that statement. It is an absolute. The next statement is not so absolute. It states, quote, your choices drive powerful outcomes, end quote. A consumer would have to very carefully analyze this statement to come to a conclusion that the game's outcome is not wholly determined by one's choices. This statement really, though, is subject to interpretation. Also, this is just a small example of their advertising and does not take into account anything that might have been said as far as their public relations and other advertising campaigns. The lesson to be learned here is companies should give careful consideration to how they word their advertisements. Otherwise, there could be detrimental effects, especially in the era of social media and online forums. For questions regarding advertises, advertising, please see the Better Business Bureau's code on advertising at Who Gives a Shit. One positive thing that came of this, though, is an online charity, Retake Mass Effect 3 Child's Play Charity, where funds of over $80,000 were raised. Proceeds will go towards providing video games for the patients at Children's Hospital all over the world. Until the company that had yeah, it, the arcade said, we don't care, keep your money, go the fuck away. Yeah. I I think the Better Business Bureau completely missed the point on that. Yeah, one. I think they're just kind of jumping on, like, hey, this is in the... Swing and a miss. Yeah. yeah. It's in the headlines, we should talk about it. Not even close. The, the, the No fuck. one's pissed about the advertising. <clears throat> they're pissed about the entire premise of the series being the choices. It has nothing to do with a poster or a commercial. For four years, five years, we've been told that your choices matter. See, this guy even says, and the, and the comments below the article, the first one says, the article failed to mention the complete lie that, quote, and even radically different ending scenarios. All the endings were identical except for some colored explosions and how the Reapers left Earth. Spoiler! <laughs> and, 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 and a couple other <laughs> well, people. Well, how do you think it's going to happen? Yeah, Earth dies. <laughs> Game over. All the questions, the, I mean, all the other comments no to that one all pretty much say the exact same thing, that it, it, to say that it had different endings was a lie. It was all pretty much the exact same thing. So, yeah. So we got that one out of the way. That was Mr. Uh, Deke sent that one in. Go ahead and delete it. Delete. Uh, this one Probably was sent did. in. Um, we'll get to no, the whole. No, no, wait. Undelete. Undelete. <laughs> Where the hell is it? Uh, Vandalay sent this one in, but, uh, you know, what? we'll just get to it during the mailbox. I thought it was an actual article, but it's not. I thought we were doing the mailbox. 
Uh, we were going to. Um, I mean, we are in the mailbox. I kind of thought we were. Because yeah. some of them were actual articles I was pulling up so we could actually do You're them. an That's article. Why. Yes. Your, your mom's all I got. Whore <laughs> face. I just like going back to that. <laughs> go back to your home on Whore Island. Whore <laughs> face. Death. <laughs> there you go. Death echo. At least that was good for something. That and rape complete. <laughs> I should make you know what, legacy. Gonna, say it right now so I can actually cut it up. I'm going to take that little sound like go. Rape complete. Okay, there we go. Ooh, that tickles. <laughs> Orc voice color commentary. <laughs> the problem is that it gets you know kind of boring after a few minutes. Fuck you. No, <laughs> always funny. <laughs> <laughs> so far, no <laughs> one has either <laughs> a volunteered or b found <laughs> the information nowadays. <laughs> Technically, only one person actually volunteered for it. So, I think Copy was legitimately pissed because she like left for what the heroin thing that yes. was like an hour and a half ago. I know. I just wow. kind of noticed. Maybe. Calm no. down, Jesus. Maybe, maybe we hit a little too close to home. Uh, Learn maybe. to let it go, Copy. Shut her down there, pussycat. Okay, this is interesting. Now playing on the website is the Casually Hardcore Archive. Apparently, we are no longer now on playing there. what. Yeah, I'm oh my not God! Really sure, what the hell happened here? Let's. Someone's obviously messing with the server on their end, but I, I just don't know why. I assume the rest of those people can hear us because they're still in the fucking IRC. Well, they but... can. I just look at the front page, and it's kind of stupid that we have a live show going on, but it's saying that the archives are up. That's kind of annoying. By the way, I did uh, ask No Wise as to why Emperor's Court was not appearing. And at... ooh, what the hell is this? Boo! That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's the IRC client. That's not what I was looking at. The system is dumb. Yeah, I, it, apparently it is. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Shit's happening there. Okay. Well, I don't know what the hell we're going to do when I have to put it back to 24-7 because I can't. Let's see. Xaverson has found some information. Let's see if this is what he's looking for. So Rufet says she can't find anything. Let's take a look. Da, 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 da. What the hell is this? I don't see anything about blenders, Xavier. Or Vitamix. No, I see Vitamix. Wait, that's Vitamax. That's Vitamax. Vitamix with an I. It's an American company. Mix. Jesus Christ, you can't even spell it. You want to be our IRC rep? I mean, my ICR rep? It's Horfus. Fail. Well, I know you guys can hear me. My point is you guys can't. The front page logo isn't working correctly. All right, if you guys can hear us, raise your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we used to do that thing? Yes, we if did. If you're uh, such and such, raise your hand at home. Yeah. That was like during the days of racecraft. Remember that? Yes. I really want to know remember, more about that. I remember he the had, Ada got four too. Yeah, he had a level six Martin Luther King character, but he kept dying before it got to level seven. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> during when we were doing like Warcraft 3, we, something we came doing, up that we, we were, were trying to play think of. We what were doing Shoutcast. What we? were the special abilities? Like Gandhi level six would be to stand there no, and give by a stick or something. It was Peacecraft. All right, here we're it is. talking about we'll if we created Peacecraft, what would we do? Racecraft sounds a lot better. That's well, that's what calling it. Yeah, yeah. sounds way more interesting. That's what it's fun to me. Into. All right, here it is. I thought we had to scroll all the way down to the bottom to find God, out. That's what. going. I can't even remember how many years ago that was. Well, it doesn't even show a current airing right now thing. Yeah, I'm looking at my phone right here. I don't have a. There's nothing to tap to listen to the show live. I was gonna actually. I meant to mention that to Noam because. I was getting a 404 when I was trying to listen on the way here to Casually Hardcore. Um, I couldn't. I actually had to go fucking through Shoutcast, which I hate, and do it that way because I couldn't do it through the website. 
Well, there's a little button right here you can press this. You know, play. No, 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 that wasn't loading for me. But it might yeah, not be for it's phones, not loading for it me either. Be, yeah. No, I, I actually could not get the website to play on my phone at all, which normally is no problem. Right, okay, so, so at yeah, least we're broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, at least okay. it's working. Well, they can hear us. That's not the that's not the problem. It looks like what happened was Gnomewise posted some kind of um, uh, the archive for his newest show, and that changed the the button, the little badge on the front page. But when I log in to put it on the twenty four seven cast, I'm not going to be able to do that because it's not. I can't get to it, and that is cause for concern because you know the five people that listen to ah, there it is. Oh, it's fixed. No, okay, somebody's working on it, so my guess is it's probably no why he's trying to fix it. So we're going to go ahead and log out then, so we'll let him do whatever he's doing. Shit complete. <laughs> <laughs> Professional broadcasting at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. It's the highbrow crowd we're really yeah, it going really for. Really Sakani honest. says, just let some effect do it. Shut up, Sakani. I know she's doing like the voiceovers for your show. You were hardly unbiased. If you have an iPhone, use Tuner app. No. Now you get, need to get I use Android, too. so fuck Go to on. hell. Yeah. <laughs> shut up, shut up. I don't take hell, orders from you, True. Fuck you, whore. <laughs> whore face. I'll do what I want. Whore head. <laughs> Shrigs. She's not a person until we get tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, technically, according to the rules of the internet, he is correct. And the rules of the show, bra or nothing. And, if you're a female, bra or get the fuck out. So, All right, I suppose we should probably do the mailbag uh, since we've been promising that. We are actually almost to 9 o'clock, so we're, we're going to go over a little Uh-oh. bit over, but not a great deal. Uh, but I do have some things to get to this evening, so. Uh-oh. <sighs> i got to remember where the hell I put it. That's what she said. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? As always, you can send your questions of a serious nature to emperor1gacox.net. Uh. Baron, how many uh, cards did you buy from eBay? What? The cards you bought from eBay. How many did you buy? What did you buy? Uh, I bought, I think, 10 cards total. What'd you buy? <clears throat> a bunch of merfolk. You're going to play fish? Pretty much. I see. So we had a big uh, uh, battle royal magic nice. game here a couple weeks ago. Um, I actually posted the picture on my, my personal webpage of the aftermath of all the beer bottles and what have you. But we had like six guys here, so we're happen- hoping to have a little more the next time we get together. But it's kind of started an arms race as a bunch of us have been like hunting down. Oh, no, extra no, cards. I'm not spending more than just a few bucks here or there. I'm not going all out on this thing. Okay, but for <laughs> people who haven't played nah, in ten years, no, that's an arms no, race. no, no, no. Okay, I, I was actually <laughs> no, looking no. for my old cards. Were you? Yeah, I found a couple of them, but I, I know I have a couple decks tucked away somewhere. I just gotta find them. All right, Barry sent this one in, and he said that we need some kind of weird beast to go with it because it's an announcement of a, of some kind. So, uh. Yeah. Okay, that jumped like. Okay, I guess it just cuts off the first 30 seconds. Dear Emperor in the Assembled Courts, I come today with news that will likely change your life. It would be inhuman or inhumane with me uh, not to share this with you. For years, the internet has been a jumbled, disorganized wasteland of pornography, cats, memes, and people complaining. But in one corner of the internet, an oasis has established. Not unlike the way potatoes or barley can be transformed into fantastic alcoholic beverages, one brave soul has found a way to distill the internet down to the most precious essence. Bored. This place? 
kittiesnitties.tumblr.com. Nope, nope. No, not it's Nitties. Kitties and titties. I kitties see. And titties. I am fascinated. We need to go there right now. <laughs> That's it the is most just, lively I've seen them all night. What? Kitties and titties. titties. Pictures of cats and naked women with an occasional hilarious post where he shares the most ridiculous comments and complaints he gets about boobs and cat imagery. Subscribe to it in your Together. favorite RSS feed. What the feed. fuck happened to him when he was little? Every treated to 30 or so posts every day, alternating between cute cats and exposed breasts. Your wife or mother or clergy person mad, uh, mad that you are looking at naked photos on the internet, counter their arguments with a gif of a kitten. If the internet is a mountain, this site is the pinnacle. You're welcome, Barry of the VTW Productions team. I don't even want to know how he stumbled across this. <laughs> no, it, it, it sounds like he made it about this. Okay, it really is naked. Yes, there are. There's lots of boobs and, and some pictures of. They're small awfully kittens. small boobs, actually. Not very attractive. Well, ones, that one is truth be told. Oh, but look at I the like keys. The right. there's, there's nothing wrong with her. Uh, Bottom left. Yeah. So we're just gonna. That's yeah. Sorry, but watch me through the dude's Why was Carl Sagan saying, right, I'll saying, check it out when I get home. <laughs> this is from Tech Priest, and my God, it's a fucking book. Hi, Tech Priest here. Long time no see. What the hell? He sends a picture oh, or something? Boring. Oh, hell? that's from his that's uh, game he's been working on. This is a game? That he's been working on. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm willing to bet. Mm, I think that's a picture. Do you think it's a picture? How have you guys been doing with all that messy Easter and wrestling stuff? First off, I would like to nominate the internet here in Guadalupe, Caribbean. Bango's that theory. For the purge list, as it's hindering your tech priest from listening to the show live. So with that out of the way, I actually have stuff and topics for you tonight. So I've been thinking of what CCP is doing with their two games, EVE Online and Dust 514. Their upcoming free-to-play first-person shooter for the PlayStation 3. As we all know, EVE runs... Of a single server, but has, as some may not know, Dust will be running on the same server. <gasps> there will be some interaction between the game as a shared economy. Everybody knows about the... Cra- okay, next time, don't send me an email with a picture. Jesus Christ. Everybody knows about the Crazy Eve economy and some shared chat channels, but what's interesting to me is most is that there will be some kind of crossover. In the combat. Uh, and it, God, see, it goes on for like a mile, and it goes back to the left. In the combat, on Dust's side. Imagine that you're fighting the enemy. No. Uh, but they are entrenched deep outside your main objective. As no. it happens, you have a friend who's playing Eve. Uh, Fuck the friend. I wonder if she's aware of this. And happens to be <laughs> near the planet you're fighting on. <clears throat> well, he can come and bomb the shit out of your enemy, and you can simply take your objective. Okay, so it's close in air support. Not exactly a new concept. I think that's an extremely, extremely interesting idea, and it is perhaps something that we'll see more of in the future of online gaming. You'd be wrong. Okay, well, can't you call it an airstrikes and, like, Call of Duty? No, well, but the difference they're, they're talking about it's two completely separate games that are so interacting with So you're on the ground fighting, and you call your buddy who's in a starship in another system to fly in and, and, and over over system, two different games. Over right. two different games. Yes. So it's basically just being one game with two day. different aspects. Or will we see games with more aspects than this one? Now let's talk indie. No. Independent. I didn't understand that. Games. I believe that if the games industry is going to survive, grow, and evolve, we may have to move away from having the big publishers playing the major role uh, when deciding uh, what games are made and how games are made, as they are simply suits and see only the maximum cash flow 
as the correct way, therefore leading to buggy, unfinished games, release to release too early, the DLC plagued that, and so on. How dare they try to make money? God damn them! Wrong, 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 wrong. I'm pretty sure that every major wrong, corporation wrong, started off wrong, as an independent wrong, company at some point, as there was wrong, no conglomerate wrong. of video games, you know, to start off in the beginning of history. I think we can safely assume that the most recent screw-ups have been no. uh, to decisions made by a suit for maximum profit. How do you feel, three, about the subject? Well, I think we pretty much just... You're a communist you gonna... living in a socialist nation. I get it, but this has been Tech Priest. Yes, because there's a lot of incentive in the socialist nation email. to create video games. Caribbean looks nice this time of year. Wait for the hurricane. Caribbean always looks nice. Of course, you're in the Caribbean and you're complaining about not being able to listen to yeah, the show. Yeah, especially looks nice when you're in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> I just want to say congrats to my friends Shayana and Dan for having their baby Emma last night. But I also want to thank them for making sure the baby was born before the show so I wouldn't have to miss Emperor's Court. Loves and hugs, little Rex. Kind of sad for little Rex that he has to go and see some other wife, some other dude's wife have a baby. I think it's sad that he had to make up friends like that. <laughs> How do you think the baby feels? Wow. Well, have you read his emails to Eve? He doesn't have friends. <laughs> Even though I'm no longer the IRC rep and bitch, I will still try to submit articles regularly. I will pop into the IRC around the middle of the show to see how things are progressing. <laughs> Thank you, no left. A lot of these uh, articles will be doing. Now I got the hiccups. That one hurt, too. <laughs> Fuck, that hurt. <clears throat> Ow. Kind of burns in the chest. Dear Emperor, I played quite... <laughs> God, this turned into a train wreck. (laughs) That's what she said. Twice. I played quite a bit of Sins a while ago, and hearing you talking about it it makes me want to play it again. When you play, do you only use the Star Wars modification, or do you play regular games too? No, it's Star Wars. He's that big of a nerd. I'd be interested to play a game against you, if only to see myself get wrecked. More specifically, is there anything going on on Saturday? No, because we were uh, at the hockey game. That's from uh, Bindlestead. We play both. We play... uh, Vargas is kind of nodding. We play both uh, regular Sins of the Solar Empire and we also play Star Wars. So, kind of odd. I used to be able to hear myself with my headphones just fine, and now all of a sudden I can't. So I think it's because ever since you plugged in Baron, it's the four. Oh, yeah, of course. Blame the short. Fit. I don't know that it's that. I'm going to blame you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can hear you really well. Although I did have to fix this mic before I went on the air, so maybe that's the yeah, problem. I can no hear myself problem. just fine. I can hear you a lot. Yeah, I can hear you a lot. I can hear you lots. Okay, you so lot. whatever the case. Uh, Viable's calling out Smurfette. He's been looking for quite a while. Have you found it yet? Maybe we made it too difficult. All right, go to Kitties and Titties and count up how many cats are on the front page. <laughs> <laughs> Since half of you are there already. And I think that's exactly what Hellender's doing right now on his phone. <laughs> 14! All right. <laughs> Good morning, Emperor. Bingo. This is more for your personal interest in the show, but you're welcome to use it as if you want. Titties and kitties? I'm not sure if you follow a guy by the name of Jay Cost. Nope. But think of him as the conservative counterpart to Nate Silver, formerly of 538, now of the New York Times, doing uh, polling analysis. Mr. Cost uh, works for Real Clear Politics, which I am familiar with, and the Weekly Standard, also familiar with. Most of what he writes have a very strong based in a very strong what? Based on both historical facts as well as the facts of the day, cutting through the BS that goes into one poll and does his best to find patterns that show more than just what the pollsters have uh, was paid to show. 
I was catching ups on some of Jay Koss' work, and I thought you might be interested in, in reading some of it. A sorry spectacle, it goes into why President Obama. I'm guessing, because it doesn't have that. As to why President Obama is so negative in trying to get reelected, as well as why he is unlikely to get anything done after the election because of it using the 1948 election as his base. Well, I could have told you that based on the lame duck scenario, the fact that he doesn't control the Congress, and more than likely is probably going to lose the Senate. I think you will enjoy his work. As always, keep it up to sale. P.S. I will leave you this link to a video of Obama, the greatest speaker since Caesar. Spelled wrong. Taking, talking, skipping the first 40 seconds. Well, look, I don't think anybody on either side of the aisle is really going to be smirched the fact that uh, Obama needs a teleprompter and is not the greatest off-the-cuff speaker, because he isn't. But then again, you don't necessarily have to be a phenomenal speaker to be an effective president. You know, we can go yeah, around... and that's his one big skill, supposedly. And I don't understand the whole charisma part of it. And maybe just because I, I, I think the guy is kind of shady in some of the stuff he's done, but I don't understand the whole charisma, because I guess I just don't see it. It might be easier for me if he really was that charismatic, but he isn't. At least that's me. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. I do have a few more. Oh, that's right. Uh, Council Fag sent this one in for the new Resident Evil game. Uh, we'll get to this one. This is an article we have to read. I-, I was stunned when I heard this. Better be better than the last piece of shit Resident Evil put out. Well, uh, okay. Uh, how to snag a Major League Baseball. This is from Porta. I thought you might enjoy it being all America and everything. This is from a YouTube video. No, that's America. Oh, yeah. So we'll see what. The... All right, it's a guy chucking a ball into the stands, and the guy catches it in his beer cup. That's now, awesome. now, does that mean what that a waste uh, of since beer. and then since he drinks the, uh, it with baseball. the ball in it? Okay, so I was going to say it should be the other way around because what a waste of beer! That is the way beer pong works. Is oh, a... look, it's a Cubs game. No kidding. Well, what the hell else are you going to do during a Cubs game? I guarantee half the people in the Cubs game don't even know what the fuck the score is. Heard Tom Hamilton say that on like the opening day. I'm like, jeez, probably true. Uh, happy Easter, greetings, Emperor. In the spirit of the holiday, I've wrangled up a couple Easter articles you might enjoy. Cheers, Smurfette. The history of the brief history of Easter eggs and tech, and Easter eggs from the tech world. A top ten of hidden stuff and other tech gems in more recent history. Some are common knowledge, but a few I've never heard of. I will probably say that for next week. And our final article from Vandalay tonight. To the Magnificent Three and the fourth if she decides to show up. But hey, she you. did. It just came later on the show. <laughs> fuck you. I got to say, you were a hell of a lot more attractive before, Eve. I don't know what the hell happened to you, but now you look ugly. You used to have tits. All right. Xaverson no, has found me. Dick. Again, he's finding me the UK site. <laughs> I love my Vitamix from the .co.uk. But this doesn't tell me how many Vitamix blenders they sold last year. Yeah, especially like the picture of a woman having an orgasm on the front. Blender! <laughs> oh, yes! It's got a great motor. <laughs> now, I find it funny because the company is actually a mile and a half down the street from where I live, and yet he found the UK site. <laughs> and now they're going to have the address so they can get near you. So there you go. How many cats or pics of cats on kitties and titties? No, oh, God. Uh, the fag of consoles. Who was console fag again? Legal tender, I believe it. The only thing I was able to get was Vitamix versus Blender something. Yeah, yeah, they had a lawsuit. Uh, they settled Live in court. pay-per-view. Okay. We had to think of something else. This is a little too difficult. Uh, gentlemen, give me an idea. Something yeah, exactay- I'm trying to find it, too, and I can't find it. Okay, okay well, fuck you, but you're not, you're not applying for the job. But we've got to get something for these two. To go- Smurfette versus Xavierson. It's down to two. So we've got to think of something else. We gotta go- 
Yeah, I know. So, uh, what we gotta have some the sentiment to look for something. Look, I gotta find the, the desire to care before I can actually come up with an idea. Uh, I'm thinking. Hold on. Uh, um, how much does a black lotus from uh, an alpha black lotus from Magic the Gathering cost? Give me three sources. Oh, that would just be I a like trip it. to. Oh wait, I almost gave it away. <laughs> Xaverson is British, and Smurfette jumps to the lead. British. Nice. <laughs> Continuing. <laughs> I thought I would write to add some nuance to the picture of fake Apple stores in China. I lived in northeastern China last year. Now I live on China's east coast. And saw... Okay, Communist. is Vendelay Chinese or is he just stuck there? His name's Jonathan, so my guess is he's not Chinese. And saw stores or push... he's trying to pretend to get close to you. He's like one of those Indian guys on the other end of bastards. the... Uh... Here's a story from 2008 about the Vitamix. Okay, well, that's 2008. So I'm the guy running for the position. Uh, these could range from a store the size of a bedroom or a large boutique at an upscale mall. I doubt there is a mall in China that does not have at least one outlet for Apple products. While I'm sure many of these were phonies and had no official relationship with Apple, Phony. many of them are known as authorized resellers or businesses that have a working relationship with Apple and the stock legitimate products. Generally, these resellers try to look exactly like an Apple store, sleek, White counters, trendy-looking staff. So what, they have round eyes instead of slit ones, and they have like anything other than black hair? Everything that contributes to Apple's smug atmosphere. And in fact, I bought an iPad, too, from one of these resellers after looking it up online on Apple's website. These official-looking stores may sometimes be labeled as fake, but they exist in an in-between place. I did see a fake Android store, at least a store that had an Android alien as its logo, that stocked Apple products. I've also seen many fake versions of the iPhone 4 at several cell phone retailers. Now, that's an interesting question. The U-Phone. Does that, uh, what the hell is it, Siri? What the, what the fuck's the name of the... Of the Siri. Siri. I wonder if that works in other languages. No. No. No, it's, it's only in English. <laughs> Fuck the Chinese. A reason for the mass of resellers and fake stores arises from Apple's failure to adequately, supp- adequately supply the Chinese market themselves. Even though China has a population of almost a billion and a half people, many of whom clamor for Apple products, there are only five Apple stores on the mainland and one in Hong Kong. Compare this to the 246 in the United States, and it's unsurprising that there would be a, gl- a glut of fake and quasi-official stores. Your China correspondent, Vandalay. Okay, well, part of the problem is the fact that the Chinese government makes it so difficult to open up anything in China because it's so corrupt you have to bribe I don't know how many different levels of officials. I've read a lot of articles on this. And why it is so difficult for the West to break in. Not because the products are in demand, but because the government makes it so fucking difficult to sell anything there. That because they want their hand in everything so they control everything. P.S. I just listened to the article about the girls smuggling iPhones. There are several reasons for this as well. For one, Apple products are cheaper in Hong Kong due to the taxes on high-ticket items on the mainland. Apple products are also released early in Hong Kong due to the liberal government policies. It can take months for a new iPad or iPhone to come uh, out on the mainland due to government red tape. There you go. Last year, smugglers shot a zip line between... Yeah, we did that one. They shot a zip line, and they were sending stuff across the, uh, a channel or a river of some kind until they got pinched. Nope, another one from Mindlestiff. Uh, Dear Bernard, those other lesser beings. I'm a little behind on one of the podcasts, so I'm not sure if you have covered this before. Anyway, have you heard of this game? It's Katawa Shoju. Is that it? Shoujo? Shoujo. Okay. 
Katawa Shoujo Disability Girls is a dating sim about a girl, a school of crippled high schoolers made by, of all people, 4chan. <laughs> you would expect to be some sort of disgusting hentai, right? Well, it is a surprisingly tasteful, and it has the entire website in tears when it was released several months ago. It was very strange to see a picture usually filled with the hatred to come together to talk about their feelings. I challenge at least Highlander to give it a try because he seems the most into this sort of thing. Here's the official <laughs> website. Now, now, wait a minute now. I must protest that I am not necessarily really into crippled girls. Okay, here we go. That are probably age 15. Wheelchairs gone wild. He's on a Kai, troubled over his month-long stay at the hospital after his heart almost gave out, and trying to adjust to his new surroundings, he is trying hard to find his place in the world. After being thrown <laughs> no into wonder new he is, beginning, he can't get anywhere. <laughs> the chaotic circumstances have forced Asayo to rethink his apathetic disposition. Let's see. Then we have Emi Ibarazaki. Despite being left with legs amputated below the knee, Emmy is perhaps one of the most cheery, happy-go-lucky girls on the entire globe, let alone at the school. Well, of course, because she uh, because she weighs less than any other girl there. Not one to be left in despair, even after the accident that claimed her legs. Emmy views her disability more as a blessing. Her prosthetic legs having brought her to the heights of her ability on the track team rather than becoming a permanent obstacle. Uh, so she's, she's got those like fake kangaroo kind of legs that I've seen before. Hanakao Ikizawa. At a young age, Hanakao had a traumatic experience that left her life in shambles. Her father died when their home burned down in an accident, which also disfigured Hanako herself permanently. She's got, like, the hair drooped over one eye. She is reclusive to the extreme, shunning all from other people to the point of actually panicking from any social contact. Oh, I can't wait to date this one. Yeah, why would you not? There's so much to... Bust, waist, and hips, 86, 56, 84. That's in... Yeah. Metric, Lily Satow, by the way, they make all these pictures other than that one chick look pretty normal, even though they're clearly they're not. Blind since birth. <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> Lily is caring, responsible, and friendly, the perfect foil to Hanako, her best friend, whom she shares an almost mother-daughter relationship with, in addition to her free time often being spent drinking tea alongside her companion. Lesbian. <laughs> that's half her problem. It's not liquor. So that's the one you want to date because she can't tell what you look like. Blonde hair, blue eyes, but... What the hell? Good Lord, she looks like she's 11. Is this the transgender one? Since Rin's arms are tiny stumps due to a severe birth defect and subsequent (laughs) surgery, she uses her feet and occasionally her mouth to do everything, which includes painting. Oh, God. Oh, we have a front runner. (laughs) (laughs) Shizune Hakamichi. Strong-willed and forceful, Shizune is definitely the leader type. She's been the class rep despite being deaf and mute for as long as her class has had one. Come on, guys. You don't get your time together. She take charge of shit. Exactly. <laughs> she can't talk. Carrying around her giant chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> she is known around the school as a fearsome taskmaster master and skilled manipulator. Good night, guys. Do it for me. Nice. Shinya Misha Mikado. I'm just waiting for like the one that has like I don't know spurp, uh, split personality disorder or bipolar. Or that's what I was waiting for. Like crazy. I, I, I can actually tell you what that's like. <laughs> Misha is the interpreter for Shizune and a fellow member of the student council. Cheery, playful, and never one to pull a punch, she happily joins in Shizune's attempt to get. Okay, so she's the okay, enforcer so she, who can so talk. She's, she's abusive. She's the normal one. And here's the minor characters: Kenji Seto, 
Borderlined, I don't even know what the hell it is. Hickey, Icky, Omori? <laughs> I don't know, I don't but so, it looks but like I he's like got like a Harry Potter scarf on there. Likes to spend a lot of time in his room planning for whatever the radical feminist movement's next move may be. He's leery of the instant attraction <laughs> that his South seems to have brought upon himself, but nonetheless, okay. The, the nurse, which is a dude, the chief of the nurse staff of Yamaku, and a surprisingly young person for someone in his position. He is a funny and jovial guy. Always good for a laugh and always under investigation. Akio Mato, <laughs> both homeroom and science teacher of Room 33, and just as much out of touch with his class as he is out of touch with reality. Probably born to be a teacher, his greatest skill is the ability to ignore irrelevant things completely. Okay. And then, finally, Yuko Shirakawa. Yuko has serious problems with managing her life, which makes, because she's a woman, which makes her the perfect person. So that's her disability. Got it. <laughs> wow. Wow. The married one lays that line out there. That's awesome. You can tell how his marriage is going. Which yeah. makes her the perfect person to ask to help to manage one's own. She funds her university studies by working part-time at a popular cafe. Stripper. As a hooker. The lengths she goes to avoid being fired for, for her natural clumsiness bewilder other people, along with her neurotic attention to detail and frequent streaks of depression. Hikikomori literally pulling inward, being confined, i.e. acute social withdrawal, is a Japanese term referring to the phenomenon of reclusive adolescents or young adults who have chosen to withdraw from social life, often seeking extreme degrees of isolation and confinement because of various personal and social factors in their lives. Okay. Uh, both of our uh, IRC rep people were able to find three sources, but neither one of them decided to, you know, give me any kind of props for being awesome. So that's a strike against both of them. So great. Now we've got to come up with something new. Yes, we do. <laughs> Maybe they should continue into the next show. Maybe. All right. So, Indeed. yeah, thank you. So, everybody has to shut it. Wait, in. wait, wait. Technically, we have to give Smurf Fed an advantage because she's disabled. She's woman. being a woman. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> hey! And Xaverson's British. Well, he's equally disabled. Bad teeth, Ooh, half point. intelligence. Good point. Um, Shitty oh, British queen. I saw, oh, what the hell was it? I saw an interesting article last night. Um, the British, uh, some British historical society had a poll of the British Empire's five most, most formidable foes. In fact, there you go, folks. Smurfette Xaverson, find me that article. It's uh, the British Empire's, the five most formidable foes all right, that they've had throughout the empire. Like, you're talking about like the country or yes just, okay well, as a nation the five most okay. uh, uh well, france would have to be on there well no no, no. people individual people oh, people okay yes, napoleon persons. would be on number, there. napoleon was number four i'm um, sorry number three napoleon's number three napoleon's number three yes uh hitler no hitler wasn't on there no okay. can it be a british person uh no okay yeah, so Oliver Cromwell of doesn't answer. count then. no it does um not. i mean I, I i guess i see where you're going with this but i, I don't think that george washington was that formidable number one that's a bunch of bullshit. But he I won mean, it by 45% of the vote. Actually, when the online voting was done, he was like ninth. But they took the top ten, and he actually got into the top five, and everybody voted, and they had a historian. I smell American ballot stuffing on that Well, one. apparently, I don't, know, shut the fuck up. I don't know that anybody fuck in America yeah. really knew about it. Um, there we go. Thank you. Wow. Sakani, birds. who's not even in the running, did it. Owned. <laughs> and Sperfet, Sasai, flail. I, can we just fail. draft somebody? Is Who is the greatest possible? commander to face the British? Here it is. Uh, well, actually, this is the website, not the article. But uh, okay. Anyways, it was yeah uh, Washington with thirty votes, and what they did is they brought a historian in for each one of these 
to pitch the case. And then the people that were invited, all these big wigs in academia, voted. Uh, Michael Collins was number two. Uh, number three was uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Number four was Erwin Rommel. And number five was Aturk. Uh, he was the... Camille uh, Ataturk. Thank yeah. you. Wasn't he the guy in... He's uh, the founder of modern Turkey. Yeah, in Gallipoli. He fought the British in Gallipoli in their First World War and uh, was able to throw them out. And I guess, anyways, uh, Collins kind of got in there with, um, I guess, during the uh, St. Patrick's Day um, a holiday, for whatever reason, he got a huge surge of support and kind of got in there. And people were making a comment saying, well, he wasn't technically a commander in the field. He was, you know, a guerrilla leader you know, or terrorist, depending on your point of view. So, But, yes, George Washington, which I guess kind of makes the sense if you think about it, because, you know, they took away the 13 colonies, the New World, from the British. I guess. If you think about it, Collins... They, they still had Canada, though. But it, right. Okay, yeah, but... they got Canada. Canada so That's a win. There's your cons- yes, consolation our prize. Our 51st state, as you pointed out earlier. Exactly. So who really won That's that like going on Jeopardy. Like, here's your lighthouse supply of rice or roni. <laughs> Michael Collins makes sense because he took Ireland away from the British. Bonaparte, I guess, makes sense because he you know, beat up everybody except the British. Um, Erwin Rommel. Rommel. Yeah, I don't know. Number four? I don't know about that. I, mean, I think it's just because people know who he is. Well, he did give the British fits, but not for long. And, I mean, like they did crush the hell out of Maine. Yeah, I was going to say, a year in North Africa? Right. So, versus, you know, Bonaparte, which was a 20-year extended campaign. Collins did it for four or five years. Same thing with Washington. And then, again, the, uh, uh, I can't pronounce that name. You can't. Ataturk. Thank you. I don't know that he should be up there either, considering, if you think about it, he fought one campaign in Gallipoli. And I'll, and I'll say, oh, they would have knocked Turkey out of the war. Well, Turkey didn't really, other than bleeding off resources, really contribute a whole lot to, to the central powers. But the top ten were uh, Akbar Khan, excuse me, Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Well, he wow. beat the hell out of him at, well, uh, at New Orleans. Yeah. What we do? Edward Toltemann, <laughs> Rommel, Washington, James Fitz, James Fitz James, the Duke of Berwick. That's a stupid name. All right, so that sounds British, actually. Uh, Louis Botha. Botha was at the, uh, he's a boar, isn't he? I think so. Uh, Morris of Sachs. Then we had Michael Collins. Then we had uh, Mustafa Kamel Ataturk. Mustafa. Napoleon. This is the dude who was in Pro- the, Probably the Zulu The guy. Zulus. He was yeah, the head of the Zulus. He wanted Isla Wanda. I can't pronounce his name. I'm going to try to. Uh, Osman Digna. Paul von Hindenburg. Okay. okay. Uh, Paul von Letau Vorbeck. She's Indian. Rani of Jansi. She fought in India. Uh, Riwa Tokawara, that's also in Africa. Uh, Santiago of Liniers, I'm not familiar with that one. Tipu Sultan, and he's from, oh uh, yeah. Tomoyuki Yamashita, I believe, took over, took Singapore. Ah. So, there you have it. That's a shitty list. All right. <laughs> your face is a shitty list. You shut your Well, they out. both found it. Let's Poor see. Face. Hang on, we got to see timestamp now as to when they actually sent this in. By the way, it's 9.15. You want to be You're 915. Jesus You're Christ. They both sent it at the exact same time. We're going to have to carry this over to the next show. There's another way. Not on my screen. Both of us were at 211. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm showing. They were both at, literally at the same time. Okay, so we're going to have to carry this over. I'll have to think of something more devious for next week. Emperor, I request you do your own list as a great debate. The five... You know what? We should do that for America. The five greatest foes of the United States. Five greatest oh, foes of the United States? Robert E. Lee. Five greatest foes of the United States. <clears throat> if 
Five greatest foes. We'll have States. to pick three, and then we each make. Uh, are, we talking, are we talking leaders? Or are we talking? It would have generals? to be a, a military commander. Is what we military commander? Yeah, that's okay. that's the the rule. Ho Chi Minh, maybe because Yamamoto. We, we did end up okay. losing that war. Yeah, Yamamoto. Well, that's a good one. Thank you. all um, <laughs> I don't know because we haven't really we lost, lost anything. Any, yeah, we, we have. Yeah, not really. I mean, even Vietnam, we. You know, whatever. But we are super awesome, so it's going to be tough. <laughs> you know, because we got to kick ass. I don't know that I, I still Bin don't count Vietnam as a loss. Uh, we didn't actually lose militarily. We we beat their ass. Um, what about Bin badly? Laden? I don't what? know. Bin Laden. Yeah, that's have, yeah. You can make that pitch. Yes, you can. Yes, you could. Throw him in there. Absolutely. I I wouldn't pick him though. I no <laughs> no. <laughs> no no. Gordon Wallace. Who? Cornwallis. Well, interesting Cornwallis. choice. I um, look just because there are big challenges doesn't mean that, it, that we was, have to have lost to them. What was the right. uh, the Chinese the, the Chinese? Chinese general in uh, Korea when they came across the border? What was that fucker's name? Chung Ling Long. I don't know. Um, I don't know. The only one I know of is is uh, Kai Shek, but that wasn't. No, no he's Chen ours. Kai Shek went to Taiwan. He's our guy. Yeah. Um, we liked him. No, I, I'd go <clears throat> Yamamoto. Tyranny, Walmart, high fructose corn syrup, <laughs> England. <laughs> we'll have to give this some fat. We'll have to yeah. give this one some thought. We 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 have so many good great debates. We've really got to get going. Baron, would you be in Still on that on that great debate if we yeah. were to do that? Yeah, I'd be in on that. Okay, maybe we'll do that. We'll have the four of us. Uh, you should help moderate the one that we've been trying to get off the ground. I said, Yamamoto, you whore. Yes, because what he about you, Crappy ass movies. That's everyone's worst nightmare. Uh, the Mexican. The Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> How did you ever find that? I'm never fly you guy from Disneyland. You. Well, I worked at Disney World and never find him. I, I didn't know he was did lost. Look? Are you looking for him? <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> well, it's a small world. Oh, man, I swear I just put him here a second ago. <laughs> I can hear him down the aisle. Then he got quiet. All right. Well, we gotta get, wrap this up. Let's do the quickening. Uh, here we go. Greetings, Highlander. You call? You have the manners of a goat. I gotta turn the levels up on whoever is the sound effects off the quiet. And we're gonna stop it there. Well, considering we're gonna end the show in a few Right, I'm not gonna do it now. I'll just, I'll screw with it later. All right, guys, if you have a question that you want me to answer, please email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. Uh, it's only one question, but it's got a big answer because uh, I thought it was such a good question. I would like to see people start actually sending in a lot of questions because we've we've only been getting two and three lately. Uh, considering uh, We don't really get a whole lot. And to be fair, I wasn't surprised we didn't get a whole lot because I have not been on here for like three weeks. So, you know, yeah, dick. Okay, but uh, you're, you're seriously, highlander1g at gmail.com. I want <laughs> you guys to start sending dick. in questions because they're funny, and this is kind of the anchor of the whole show. So, Wow. Anchor of the whole show. Well, if you think about it, we kind of end on a high note. No right? pressure. Unless you're <laughs> exactly. anything other than white, and that's a low note. All right, here we go. The question of the quickening. Do you think George Zimmerman is guilty of murder? For those of you who don't keep up with the news, and considering you're listening to internet radio is probably the lot of you, here's the recap. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, a darkie was shot by a spick. <laughs> Shit. Here we go. Yes, I know that's not news. It happens all the fucking time. Now, hang on. They actually depicted him as a white guy in the media. That's what pisses me off. Go ahead. 
However, when news surfaced of a black man being shot for yes. polluting a gated neighborhood full of rich white people, what followed was a chimp out, the likes of which America hasn't seen <laughs> since Rodney King. True. In less than a week, the old media proclaimed Little Black Sambo to be a martyr for the right to loiter while black. Blue-gummed ape activists such as Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson <laughs> descended upon Florida like a plague of locusts. And the man who valiantly stood his ground against the black menace, George Zimmerman, was vilified. This is the story of Trayvon Martin and how his death resulted in the greatest trolling of America since some bitch murdered her kid in Florida and actually got away with it. It all started when a jigaboo felt hungry. Sometime during the traditional African ritual known as the NBA All-Star Basketball Tournament, the young coon ventured forth from his cave in search of fried chicken and purple drank. Martin wandered to the nearest gas station, bought some iced tea and Skittles, then made a speedy getaway before the traumatized cashier could call animal control. We will hold here for a second while everyone composes themselves. We're fucked. Oh, we can, we're not even not even close to done. Yet. He's the liberal. <laughs> we're not even close to done. Yet. I want to say, no, I've, I have made this before. That is why I can say these things. Oh, only fair enough, fair enough. only Nixon can go to China, and only Highlander can do the cooking. <laughs> I want to say uh, goodbye to Sakani, our only black listener, and now oh my zero black listeners. Cue our hero, George Zimmerman. The friendly cholo was minding his own business in his truck. When the aforementioned animal appeared in the rearview mirror, rear mirror, squawking to its Shaniqua girlfriend on the celly. Doing what any terrified man staring an angry gorilla in the face would do, he called the cops. The situation appeared decidedly grave. The ape man wouldn't leave. It was then that Zimmerman knew what he had to do. He had to take matters into his own hands and defend his neighborhood from the Negroid invasion. <laughs> Grabbing his gun, he stepped out of his car and faced him. Only Trayvon turned around and ran like the coward he was, but not fast enough. Zimmerman sprang into action. It is alleged that this is when Martin transformed into Trayvon the killer chimp and attacked. Zimmerman was a bloody mess. Thankfully, however, Zimmerman was able to pull his gun during the brutal mauling and defend himself with remarkably lethal efficiency. That should have been the end. It should have been a crisis averted. But sadly, this was only the beginning for a man who should have been a hero in the eyes of America. It seemed at first that Zimmerman wasn't going to get charged for doing society a favor and removing one more lazy black man from the gene pool. <laughs> Under Florida's stand-your-ground laws, Zimmerman couldn't be charged, as pretty much anything can be called self-defense in Florida, including being mauled by an angry chimp. Zimmerman was lauded by in the Sanford Police Department for being a hero, because thanks to him, the gated community full of rich white people was safe once again, and they could all sleep soundly knowing one less darkie was looking to steal their televisions and bikes. Almost immediately after Trayvon's body was removed, that neighborhood smelled much better. But not for long. Things got worse. You see, you don't simply shoot a porch monkey even as they're chimping out. <laughs> Almost immediately as Zimmerman was declared to be innocent, a great mighty screech was heard round the country. As uh, I guess we'll use that one. Yeah, you probably don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was trying no. to come up with so many things I couldn't, you know. Yeah, I, I, as as I angry gotta, Negroes flocked okay. to Florida in droves, demanding justice for the death of their niglet brother. God damn. The old media soon yeah, followed, really shouting the usual <laughs> travesty and injustice Negroid apologist bullshit. Even the Republicans who originally wrote the Stand Your Ground Law pussied out in the face of the great black horde. Zimmerman wasn't just a murderer who killed a kid, he was white. It would seem that nothing would appease the herd of chimps beating down the door of Zimmerman. 
All throughout March, the media smear job tried painting Zimmerman as everything from a violent redneck to a southern cracker who hates blacks. Basically everything except what he actually is, that being a typical Carlos Mencina beaner. Trayvon's parents continued crying on television every chance they got about how they demanded justice about the death of their little nigglet, ruined their lives despite making them national figures. The longer Trayvon Martin's face stayed in the news, the more fucked everything got. Geraldo Rivera, for example, claimed that Trayvon was killed not because he was shitting up a white neighborhood, but because he was wearing a fucking hoodie. Two days later, Zimmerman's lawyer, Craig Sonner, pussied out of an interview with Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC at the last second after agreeing to it. Meanwhile, in Sanford, Florida, what used to be a relatively small, peaceful city, has become a sort of mecca for butthurt Negroids with almost daily marches up and down busy streets, preventing the good, honest white folks from going to work so that the same Aunt Jemimas and Piccaninnies can actually get their welfare checks. All throughout Sanford, Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson's voices could be heard, screaming in their fucked-up chimp language about how Trayvon is a martyr and how justice must be served, thus erasing any semblance of sympathy for Trayvon's death by wishing they just GTFO their city and stop stinking it up. Over the course of the next few weeks, Geraldo Rivera apologized for his comments about hoodies, Trayvon's Martin's parents cried repeatedly in television at least once a day, and a few videos surfaced showing Zimmerman walking into a police station 25 minutes after shooting Trayvon. Zimmerman had claimed that Trayvon chimped out and mauled him like an angry monkey, and Zimmerman had to shoot him to protect his, to protect his life. But no blood is shown on him despite having shot Trayvon in point-blank range. Actually, they, they did enhance that and show that. Yeah, it's still it's debatable. Pretty, yeah, it is debatable. Good. It just shows that Zimmerman is a professional monkey slayer and knows how to hide the evidence. On April 5th, the city of Sanford made a call to the Department of Justice and deployed extra police officers, firefighters, and riot police while asking neighboring cities and the federal government for help. One can only imagine what this means as the phone call coincides with the expected decision by the special prosecutor regarding the decision of whether or not to charge Zimmerman with Trayvon's murder. Apparently, they're expecting a Category 5 chimp out. (laughs) But on April 11th, the special prosecutor announced that George Zimmerman would be charged. Unfortunately, the day before, Zimmerman had vanished off, vanished off the fucking face of the earth, so much so that his own lawyers dropped him as their client because they couldn't get in contact with him. Initial speculation was that Zimmerman had set out to dethrone the current hide-and-seek world record holder, Osama bin Laden. However, Zimmerman is currently in custody in an unarmed jail in Florida, awaiting arrangement on secondary murder, where he is now Bubba's new fuck toy. All because he defended himself against that fine, upstanding young man. He quickly put together an award-winning website, therealgeorgezimmerman.com, <laughs> asking for money to ensure that he doesn't end up where any good society keeps its darkies, prison. Black people everywhere celebrated in the streets the only way they know how, by rioting and leaving offerings of fried chicken and malt liquor to their one true god, the Reverend Al Sharpton. And if you have any questions that you'd like me to answer in the quickening, you can always email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. That's, you know, assuming we're still on the air. I always feel like there's a level... That he just can't pass. No. And he but it's keeps, like he yeah. hears my thoughts and accepts the challenge. Challenge Jesus accepted. Christ. Now, an interesting thing, and I will hold this to anybody because the trial hasn't even started. A knee-jerk reaction, if he had to say today, based on all the convoluted, filtered crap we've gotten through the media, how did he think he's guilty or not? Yes. Was this a murder or was this self-defense or was this a, just a bad situation? Oh, I'm sure it was a bad situation, but I believe it's guilty of murder. Yeah. Baron? I agree. Self-defense. Interesting. All right. And finally, this last article before we head out from IGN.com. This is about a $1,240 Resident Evil 6 Platinum Edition. 
Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to. It's Japan only. It's a limited edition. Includes a replica leather jacket. Now, I got to say this. The jacket I wear, the leather jacket that I bought, was about 500 bucks. So this is $1,200 American. This ain't like yen. This is American. American. If you're Mark, a fan of Resident American. Evil and have exceptionally deep pockets, prepare to get excited about the Platinum Edition of Resident Evil 6. It's essentially the ultimate special edition coming with a copy of the game on either the Xbox or the PlayStation, plus four phone cases, one each for Chris, Leon, and Jake, plus a random secret case. The big draw, however, is a replica leather jacket based on the one Leon wears in the game, available in four sizes, small to extra fat. Exactly. The jacket is apparently made from the fine, from fine soft leather. And the cost of the Platinum Edition, a mere 100,000 yen, which translates to about $1,240 in real money. The bad news is currently it's only available through Capcom's Japanese e-store and is limited to 5,000 units. So if you're desperate to, for the perfect Leon look, then you'd best start thinking about how you're going to get one and start saving now. My guess is there's going to be plenty oh, for them yeah. to go ahead and buy. Don't worry. It'll be half price in a month or two. If you really want that jacket. It's just amazing that somebody somewhere thought that was a good idea. Jacket. Worst case is oh, the fact that somebody out there is going to buy it. it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I people did miss one for the uh, mailbag. Good evening, Emperor and crew. I know you guys have some old school love for the Captain N cartoon. The Game Master. You might enjoy this webcomic called Captain SNES. The Game Master. Just starting at the beginning. Yes, it's, this, it's a sprite comic, <laughs> but I find it very enjoyable over its 10-year run. Thank you for uh, keep the good work, Sayo. Captain N, Excuse the Game Master. Excuse me, Princess. Super knife, educational, Zap. scrotum. Zap. <laughs> Zap. Zap. My gun is multicolored. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> there, there you go, Spurfed, who's actually posted almost all the articles we've had tonight. That's pretty good. <clears throat> well, gentlemen, where do we go from here? Anything else? Uh, any final comments, questions, feelings before we get to the end of the show? I don't really think you can top that, that quickening thing. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know that I want to top it. I think say. it's probably best to just quickly forget it. <laughs> so, what did we learn tonight, gentlemen? <laughs> You're a racist fuck. <laughs> Actually, I learned that. I've known that. Um, At least you got a colorful gun. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'll have no left to go ahead and... Well, we learned that GOG, apparently uh, GOG.com does not like Steam. I'm trying to remember anything else. We, we learned EA is the worst company in the world. There's only a list I can look at. We yeah. learned no yeah. why. Yeah, no left know. Hey, hey, it up. We learned that being a woman is a disability. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have a dating sim out there, apparently. Uh, apparently, there's tons of fake Apple stores in China, which we knew. We're gonna have, uh, oh, um, oh, new porn service, PS3. Yes. I remember that one. Porn. I titties and kitties. Yes. Titties and kitties. Kitties and titties. Kitties and titties. Kitties and titties. China Whatever. has a kill switch for the internet. I think that's it. Allegedly. No, there's more. No, I, I think that's it. Uh, we talked about that nine-year-old who made his own cardboard uh, arcade. Oh, yes, right. That's correct. Now, let's see. The uh, five top opponents of the British Empire. Uh, Good times. Yeah, there's probably... Oh, Mass Effect 3, apparently the better business bureau is Retarded. jumping on the bandwagon I like three months after the fact. Don't know why. I don't know what they're actually going to do with it. 
Apparently, I'm the only person paying attention to the show, but I guess that makes sense since it's my show. Uh, gentlemen, you both should do it right now. Sign up for the baseball league. There's only two spots open. The draft tomorrow night at 9.30 live. If you're not be there live, make sure you set up your uh, draft ahead of time until you get there live. Are you, gonna, are you going to broadcast while you're doing it? You know what? I'm thinking about doing that is actually doing the draft. Since I'm going to be on there anyway, so I have to do the draft, uh, I might just do that. I don't know if it's going to care or be interested, but, you know. You know, one, you have to like baseball, and two, you have to be doing nothing on Monday night. Uh, we will have to go ahead and decide what we're going to do uh, with the IRC rep. I'll figure that out. Um, <clears throat> i trying to think there's anything else. Oh, we'll a few things. Well, I thank everybody for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we would not be doing this. I want to thank No Wash for going ahead and posting our uh, articles so we can get them up there. I want to thank None Left, uh, not thank None Left, because he didn't do shit. He sent in some articles, I guess. Fuck you in your life. That's right. <laughs> so, apparently, <clears throat> he's now has something going on. Trying is the first step towards failure. It really is. Uh, let's see. I want to thank our sponsors, which are Audible, Audible Books, Typefrag, Ventrilo Servers, and... Our former sponsors. <laughs> yeah, well, there's the third one, but... Uh, I encourage you to check out all of the fine shows on this network. There are many for you to listen to. I can't think of just one. So go to vtwproductions.com and find one you'll like. Give it a listen. Tell your friends about this one, though, as that should be your priority in life. Uh, you know what? I did have one quick brief announcement. <clears throat> and I guess it's kind of coming late, as I meant to do it a little earlier. But speaking of Michael Collins... Since we did bring that up earlier in the uh, show, uh, I may this show may go dark briefly in August, possibly September, at least for a little while, as uh, Mr. Pim and I are expecting the um, heir to the throne, as it were. We're expecting a son uh, coming up in August. We've actually been hoping for some kids, and we've got one coming. So, congratulations! Cool name, Michael Collins. All hail! So there will be a, I'll have to have Shrix write up a, a new um, pledge of loyalty that all of you will have to be forced to give it uh, to the heir to the throne. So, yeah. So it's coming up in August. We're still uh, calling him Baby Napoleon. Yeah, promises are made to be broken. <laughs> and babies are made to be punted, so. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. I'm looking forward to it. I've actually already started breaking in his myth, although he won't be used for about 10 years. But that's that Derek Jeter model that part of the hide I got to remember. So. What if he doesn't like baseball? He will die. That's oh, the same thing with being gay. He's like, no, okay, so. What if he's Dad? Like Dad, I got something to tell you. You're not gay, are you? No, no, I just don't like baseball. Oh, Get out of my house! <laughs> I have I no have son. No son. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, we need a third kid. We're 0 for 2. Uh, let's see. Have you got a name yet? Michael, Michael Collins. Collin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was going to go with Skeletor Robocop. That was number two. By the power of Grayskull. All pass. Um, actually, that was What's a... wrong with that? <laughs> Grayskull could be the enemy's room. <laughs> <laughs> Which you'll live in all the time because he gets beat up at school every day. Yeah, dress up as bike as a giant tiger. Yeah, it's like that man where they try to name their kid for real. Remember that story? No. I'll find the article for There was week. some uh, couple that named their kid Dobakin in order to get every single Bethesda game past President Future. Oh, that's right. It was a contest, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that. Anyways, um, check out the forums, vtwproductions.com. I'd like to see you guys active on the Emperor's Court forums. It's important. Join us. 
on uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter, and for score for both. Also, don't forget our personal homepage, clan1g.net, home of Clan of Guard. Go Guard! Next Saturday, if all things goes well, we want to have another Sins with Solar Empire Knights. Although the last one only had three of us playing, I'd like to see a whole bunch of us considering everybody tells me they've got the game. Next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, be there, damn it. Are you going to be there this time? I will be you know, there this time. I'm going to go out and have a life. Yeah. No, you're not. I'm going to see yeah. one steam like I did last Saturday. No, no, Liar. I'm not going to no, get a life. I, I won't be there. There you go. All right. So, anything else I'm missing? I don't believe so. But. No, I, don't think, I think you're good. All right. We're complete. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. Uh. Hoorah! So long, everybody. Giggity, giggity, giggity. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I'm terrible. Get him away. Hey.